Hello, and welcome to Hard at Play, Roommates Gaming's bi-weekly video game-focused podcast. You found us over on YouTube.com slash Roommates Gaming, if you didn't see us posted on Facebook, which is probably what happened, to be completely honest. But you can also find us on Twitch.tv slash Roommates Gaming to keep up with us. Uh, this week, we're going to be talking about the Game Awards that just happened and looking back at gaming over the past year and 10 years because it's the end of a decade yep so before we dive into all that fun stuff i just want to remind everybody that of course i've already mentioned the twitch but you can check us out on our discord jump in and be part of the conversation talk to us bullshit a little bit uh also if you're in our discord please feel free to recommend topics to us for either this or the Sausage Tray, which is, of course, our other bi-weekly podcast that alternates Thursdays with this one. And uh, next episode of that, of course, will be going up on the... The... 26th? Yeah, 26th, that's right. Uh, so... I think so, yeah. Yep. And uh, looking, at, uh, looking at how the channel's doing real quick, we just put up Death Stranding Part 2 this past Monday, right? Yeah. At the time this goes up. Yeah, the time, yeah, Death Stranding yeah. 2 comes out. So, do you know what's coming up next Monday? Uh, yeah, uh, Castle Crashers. Castle, Castle Crashers. Castle Crashers. Castle Crashers. Is that one video? Uh, probably not. Yeah. We, like, played for, like, an hour or <laughs> well, so. Castle Crashers. And I gave a remarkably good pep talk and speech. <laughs> <laughs> I gave our halftime talk. <laughs> And, and we did a thing. Yep. It's really good. Look forward to that. I, I it's a it. return of Justin to the to yes. the video game part of so our I channel. I haven't been in a gaming video in it, weeks. I came it, back from that once. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think you've been it's in It's been a, like two months. Yeah. yeah, since like maybe October might have been your last. Yeah, actually, I think you're right. Yeah, I think, I it, think Spooktober might yeah, have been your last. I think I was last in one Spooktober October video. video. Yeah. Uh, and before that, it was Monster Hunter. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I've, I've, been, I've been sparse lately. <laughs> it, it took you a while to come back from the dead this time. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he they, did they kill me off every little bit. <laughs> I'm not like Kenny where I just come back on a weekly basis. Yeah, he's got to regrow his whole body. It's gross. Yeah, it's a, it's a whole process. It's like but, a terrible Deadpool. <laughs> yeah. But you can check all those out over on YouTube.com slash Roommates Gaming. Look at our whole back catalog and uh, see that fun stuff and you know, like, comment, share, and subscribe so you can see things every week. Uh, one last thing I would like to mention is that this is a podcast, and we do have audio versions available now. Yep. Uh, we were just doing the YouTube videos, but thankfully now we're able to po- to publish out. And you can find us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Pocket Radio, Spotify, Spotify. <laughs> like you can find us everywhere. everywhere now. Yeah, and like it's it's good. Legit like, follow us. Yeah, on you can Spotify. Legit, yep. So yeah. if you want to listen to us on a long drive or like let the sweet tones of Josh's bassy voice <laughs> caress your ear while you're working out or rubbing one out, whatever it whatever works for you, uh, you can do that. So without further ado. Let's get into them game let's awards. Let's talk into the let's <laughs> jump into Yes, Game Awards. So that was gonna be where we where we jumped off, right? We were mm-hmm. planning on talking about the Game Awards, or that's what I had on my little sheet. But after we recorded our predictions episode and you know, made all those wonderfully accurate predictions. <laughs> Sony Some and, of us are right. Not me. Yeah, some of yeah, we had. Uh, <laughs> it's a stat it's zero, one, and two. We'll get to that. No, we won't. I don't even care. So you, you watch the video game awards and listen to our podcast and then line them up. <laughs> so um, I think the awards kind of 
they kind of shit us. Yeah, yeah broke us. Yeah, yeah man, it, just, it, was, it was so much longer than I expected it to be. Yeah, too. like really, and just mostly uninteresting. So it was it was fairly unbalanced this year, and I I think the pacing was weird. But anyway, after we recorded our prediction episode, yeah, uh, Sony and Nintendo decided they wanted to jump in the ring and have news for everybody. <laughs> uh, Sony, of course, announced their last state of play for 2019, where they wanted to make some announcements about games specifically. And Nintendo had their in their indie presser, basically. Which, Indies. Uh, yeah, indie Direct. So they uh, could announce some, some indie games. I'm not going to dive into the Nintendo Direct today because most of the indie games, great for those studios. We're proud of you guys. Good work. But we're... There's a lot to talk about, so we're just going to shuffle past that. Uh, So, to kick things off, guys, I'm going to go through what was announced at the state of play for PlayStation uh, this past two or last week on Tuesday. You may proceed. All right. (laughs) So, the first thing they started off with, Untitled Goose Game is coming to PlayStation. And it kind of went under the radar. That's coming to Xbox as well, and it's going directly to Game Pass. Yeah. So, uh. Spellbook didn't write any notes down for that one, so obviously it did not grab me. <laughs> uh, Dreams is coming at some point for forty dollars. <laughs> it's actually the joke about Death Stranding. It's been out the whole time. <laughs> it's been out the whole time. We've been playing it. We've been playing. Dreams. Well, I mean, actually, <laughs> technically, if you got the early access for you Dreams, you have been playing <laughs> it for a long time. Um, uh, Super Liminal, which is a first-person paradox puzzle game that they did not say is in VR. I don't know why, because it looks like it should be. Uh, Might be one of those things where it's both. Yeah, that's what I'm guessing. Paper Beast, which is a VR title about paper animals doing paper things. Origami. Everyone yeah. loves that. Danger Origami. It's interesting. <laughs> uh, that would have been a better title, honestly. Danger, <laughs> Danger, or- Danger colon Origami. Yeah, we should make games. Um uh, <laughs> If Eric did make games, he would actually want to work for Square, and uh, he would be involved in this project, which is probably his favorite from the Sony State of Play, Kingdom Hearts 3 Remind, (laughs) DLC for Kingdom Hearts 3. I see it was a joke. Yeah, it was a joke. It was a long lead-in, but it paid off. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, you got me. Yep. (laughs) Uh, Next up, they announced Predator Hunting Ground. Well, they didn't announce it. They gave more information on Predator Hunting Grounds, uh, which is an asymmetric multiplayer shooter based in the Predator universe. <laughs> uh, and that worked out very well for uh, Evolve way back in the day. <laughs> uh, Babylon's Fall. It's a Dark Souls-esque action-adventure game from Square. That's actually, the one. Yeah, that that's actually, the game that you were... Yeah, that's, uh, that's the one I thought you were going to mention. <clears throat> yeah, that actually looks not bad. <laughs> like, I'm interested. Uh, but, you know, we always get surprised here and there. Project Resistance. So, this is something that wasn't an announcement. People knew about it. It's the multiplayer Resident Evil game that Capcom is putting out. And haven't really heard. It's been quiet since it E3 when that was announced or something like that. Yeah. And uh, I think they mentioned <clears throat> something one more time after that. Yeah. They made a, a nice little odd but incredible <laughs> bridge to connect that to the constant leaks that have been coming out for <laughs> Resident Evil 3. Yep. And... 
they kind of announced Resident Evil 3 as the single player, player mode, mode. Yeah. for Project Resistance, but in fact, it's the other way around. Yeah. yeah. I like how it felt really cheeky because yeah. they probably, like, oh, man, these people are leaking. Yep. <laughs> we People have le- leaked, like, the cover art, so people know what's Everything's coming. coming. So I, we I, might as well be cheeky about it. Yeah. I actually got a lot of, a lot of, uh, lot of humor out of watching people react yeah. to that reveal because they're like oh wait no, they're doubling down on on, on it not being, being re3 yeah. yeah i thought for sure the leaks right and then when they realized that's the re3 trailer yep. yeah <laughs> so it was really good like uh because yeah, I mean, they... for a split second i thought it, they were doubling down i'm like oh i guess wait no that's right that is yep. that's resi <laughs> that's resi yep and that's, that's, that's their true Resident Evil, yep. baby. That has come in April 3rd of 2020. So actually, it's not that far Star. away. Just the yeah, very Star. beginning of Q2. Uh, and then closing out the state of play, PlayStation showed Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, yeah, they teased They them. teased it, and they said more at the Game Awards, which was pretty interesting, and way to go, Sony, for sticking that limb out there. Like that. <laughs> um, and then... At the Game Awards. We're not going to run down the winners or anything like that. I was considering it, but, I mean, it's it's a lot to go through. Congratulations to Mad, Mads Mikkelsen and everybody else. Uh, we we are not in an uproar because I know I would have been upset had Death Stranding won, even though I like <laughs> that game. We did talk about it, but... Nobody really needs to hear our opinions on the actual winners. Yeah. yeah. So The only thing that I have to say is that I, I, it was a surprise Sekiro won. Not that Sekiro was, was a bad game... Yeah. Out of all of those lists, to hear them say Sekiro. It definitely felt uh, yeah. like the underdog. Yeah. Like, so that was going to be how okay, I closed was... out the TGA conversation. But there it is. Yeah, Sekiro <laughs> was the winner for Game of the Year. And uh, personally, I feel like they decided last minute they had to give that to something else. That's honestly how I feel about it. Um, but anyway, uh, at the Game Awards, there was a lot of stuff shown off. We're not going to go over all of it, but we're going to give you some headlines of stuff that caught our attention. Um Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 DLC coming out. It seems pretty cool. It's got a lot of X-Men characters to it. Uh, Eric was really up on this one. It was Maneater. And his quote, crackdown, but for sharks. (laughs) (laughs) That was a joke. (laughs) But it's accurate. But it's accurate. Uh, um, I threw this one in here just to take a jab at it. Humankind. Defined a civilization knockoff without the historical figures, yep. uh, which is exactly what it is. It was so weird. Like I was expecting something like that, like that uh, evolution game that just recently came out, or yeah. not out. Right, where you like evolve like through the. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought it was gonna be like that, but yeah. it was also gonna like take place and like you could build a civilization and stuff like that. But it was like, no, nah, this is just Civ, but yeah, not. And the lead up to it was weird. He's like. Well, who do you play as in this game? Well, that's it. You play as you. you it's yeah. a, cu- a fully customizable avatar. I'm like, that's cool. Why do I want an avatar for an RTS? Like, <laughs> it doesn't make sense to me. But so you can see yourself shaping pan- the world, pantomiming negotiations with people. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll let it fly. <laughs> and then we got built up just to be broken down. <laughs> no more heroes. Three was announced. It was like, and it wasn't announced that we already knew it was coming. Yeah, well, just, yeah, it wasn't announced. It was a release, a release window window. So it says come in 2020 and that's cool and all, but, but all of us want goddamn superhero. <laughs> yeah, I, goddamn superhero is my most anticipated game ever. So, so and you'll never, well, technically you will. I mean, we'll what get I, part of it, but not the part I really want. Yeah, so, so what I've been, what I've been collecting over the past you know, 20 hours of amazement that they did that <laughs> shit <clears throat> is that 
all the characters or all those aliens that came to Earth are essentially going to be the bosses. Yeah, yeah. 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 we were actually talking yeah. about that because I after watching the because uh, you shared the extended trailer mm-hmm. in chat, but I watched that last night before I went to yeah. bed because I was like, I gotta see the goddamn hero. <laughs> Uh, trailer again, yeah. uh, just because it's so cool. And I saw the extended trailer, and like they put so much extra story into it, and that like definitely nailed down yeah. the fact that Fu is definitely the main bad guy yeah. for no more, no more heroes, and all of the villains or uh, aliens he was with. Like yeah. those are the people that you have to take down to rank up. Mm-hmm. Because it's no more heroes. That's what you do. You kill other bounty hit members to rank up yeah. to get to the top, um, and that that's perfect. You're gonna be fighting alien superheroes yeah. to God get damn superheroes. Um, God, man, it, it, that should be a subtitle. I feel like, <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> anyway. Uh, so yeah, after that we had Godfall, which they announced to be a PS5 launch title, which is wild. Yeah, that's the first. It's really the first title they've exclusively tied to PlayStation Five, which it's not an exclusive. I need to clear that up. It's coming to PC too. Uh, we need to see more about that game. I want to see more about that game because they, they had a cool cinematic trailer, but I want to know more. Yeah, uh, I didn't write it on here, but I'll come back to it. Senwa's Sacrifice. I do want to come back to that one. Or uh, Saga. Senwa's Saga. That's what it was. Yeah, Hellblade 2. Yep. Uh, also announced last night was Bravely Default 2 for the Switch. Yeah. Uh, and then the Warframe update, Imperium. Mm-hmm. Which is space pirate for Warframe, more or less. Yeah, uh, I know you guys were big into Warframe. I don't know if you still are. Uh, I don't play it, but I still keep up with it. I know they said that's available now on PC, and it's coming to PlayStation and Xbox soon. Um, moving on, there was way too much coverage from Magic: The Gathering, like an <laughs> absurd amount. There was a ridiculous lot. amount yeah, of like, Magic talk. And I don't know what happened to Carl Weathers in his life where he needs money that bad, considering he's on The Mandalorian now. But he did those, so. I'm telling you, when you when somebody hands you a sack of money, you don't say no. That depends on what they're asking you to do. But all right, yeah. I mean, it's it's yeah. Wizards of the Coast. They're yeah. a giant. They're more bigger than you think they are. I mean, I know they but are. I don't know if but Magic is owned by Wizards anymore. I think Magic might be its own I think own it's thing. its own. But still, Magic the Gathering is I, the largest I know. card yeah. game yeah, in yeah, the no. world. If, if, if someone like that handed me a sack of money... All right. I, I Magic, mean, I'll do whatever you want I, me to. I entirely understand how big they are. I just... There's, don't understand why there's, you there's need. There's no way they're going to ask me to do anything that's going to put my my uh, reputation in yeah. jeopardy. He's, so he's a former two A celebrity, like <laughs> so. It's just weird to call him up like that. But anyway, you know, good for it. Uh, Sons of the Forest, which was weird horror shit. I guess that's what I wrote down. <laughs> uh, League of Legends single player games. Two of those were announced. Yeah. Uh, Eric's actual favorite game of the show. Dungeons and Dragons, Dark Alliance. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> um, Weird West, which we all felt was kind of out of place. Uh, nine to five, the Fortnite killer. <laughs> Fortnite killer. Yeah. yeah. Right it, after they go. won, like yeah. Yeah, best, maybe, best maybe it'll be a uh, Tarkov or whatever it's called killer. Yeah. No, it's 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 not gonna do well. Um, <laughs> then there was. New World, which was that like fantasy horror esque title from Amazon Games about everybody touching that one gemstone oh, yeah. and oh, turning yeah. the armies evil. Uh, Surgeon Simulator Two, uh, The Wolf Among Us Two, which as we controversial found, title, it's very yeah. controversial, and I'm sure we'll talk about that at some point over the next couple Probably. months as it gets closer. 
because it's not for it. Telltale was in that end card, like on the description, but it's not the Telltale staff that made the old game. And no, apparently none of them were aware that it was happening. Uh, so that's kind of been fun to read and review today. Um, Fast and the Furious Crossroads <laughs> is how they decided to close out the show. Which yeah. It looks bad. Yeah, it looks so like a PS3 levels. game. Yeah. And then uh, I don't even really like, want to get into n- that. Normally, <clears throat> normally, I don't mind if games look old, even if they're brand new. I, I normally don't mind. But it has to also still be a good game. Yeah, like this, it is not. It, it, it does not. There's look no like way it's going to be good. It, there's too many. I think there's too many levels to it. You have actual street racing, then you have car combat, and then you, which I mean, it is fine. It is Fast and Furious, but yeah, it makes it makes no sense to me personally. Yeah. Uh, I did want to save this for the end and talk about Senwa's Saga Hellblade Two because it was announced for the Xbox One X. Or, I'm sorry, the, the Xbox, Xbox One, one series. series X. No, just Xbox, Xbox series, series X. Xbox Series X. That's right. It's not a one. I am going to be all over the, the place X. with this time. Yeah. I think X. I I think it would have been better to call it the Xbox Monolith or the Xbox Two. Or yeah, Scarlet. Monolith or Scarlet. Scarlet had a great yeah. name to it already. Xbox Scarlet. That yeah. sounds pretty fucking yeah, cool. Yeah, it does sound <laughs> really cool. Like, I've seen a lot of weird... I'm, personally, I was one of those people that thought the NX sounded cool as shit. But I'm like, <laughs> Switch? All right, yeah, I get it now. Uh, the... I've seen so many memes going around today about that thing. And I've seen people like trying, they'll measure an Xbox because it's apparently one Xbox controller wide and three Xbox controllers tall. That's, <laughs> that's the legitimate measurement that, that Microsoft is giving people right now. So I've seen pictures all day of people trying to measure <laughs> their entertainment centers. And like, it doesn't fit no matter how you put like, it. It doesn't. And Microsoft, don't worry. You can put it side. Like you can lay it on its side. They're like, no, no, no. It still doesn't fit. <laughs> like it's, it's not, it doesn't work. And then I've seen people, uh, like I saw, I saw Scooby-Doo meme, like somebody pulled the cover off the the Series X, like, let's see who you really are, and it's two GameCubes stacked on top of each other. <laughs> that was probably my favorite. But uh, new hardware, so that was a point for me. I was pretty yep. surprised. Uh, and it's coming next year, so yep. more to look forward to there. It's a weird-looking console. Uh, but that's coming in 2020. And we want to look back at 2019. Well, the plan was to look at 2019, and then you threw a wrench in everything. <laughs> after I've been preparing, all right, what was my game of the year? Let's talk about our games. The what yeah. it, was it? A wrench, or did he grease the wheels? It just greased the wheels because now we got a game of the year for this year and for the decade. He greased the wheels, and then he threw like a pocket full of loose nuts <laughs> <laughs> right into them. So <laughs> even more fun. Let's try to there. get your brain thinking. <laughs> So what we're, were all the games that I played the last ten years? How else yeah. are we gonna? So I got so, so my first response when you said that was, "Do you want me to pick a game of the year for every year for the? You want me to get?" And I'm like, "No, none we're of us are not doing that. that. No, no, no. <laughs> no like, okay. Just this game, this year's game of the year for you, and then you're like." Top five games of the last 10 yeah. years. Because you came up with this four hours ago, and I'm like, <laughs> I don't have time for this, Josh. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that that works. Let's. How do you want to do it? Because I'm going to need time to to let this simmer. And like <laughs> we can do it this year and then think about this last 10 years. All right. Like, that'll be the end where we just kind of reminisce about the last 10 years of games and then kind of, like, talk about what our, like, most influential games to us, and we can even talk about the most influential games that have been 
out or what games we think have made a big impact to because my mm-hmm. thing is I think like hands down at me mm-hmm. um, this decade has been the best year or best 10 years of gaming it's been phenomenal that have ever been I agree granted yes we wouldn't be this far we wouldn't have any of this yeah. if it wasn't for the predecessor yeah that's not a statement but made in slight of oh, what the, no but are. this is the year that gaming got like i think it's biggest that has ever been yeah. and could possibly be i don't know if like cuz every big media eventually kind of like gets to that weird position where there's like too much and yeah. then it falls would, down and I would then definitely eventually, say we're in the golden age right now. Yeah. yeah, just like in cinema. Cinema had it, TV had it where there was a golden age that we're back in a golden we were in a golden age of cinema now or TV. Now I think we're going back downwards getting oversaturated with too Silver much age. stuff. Oh, it is Silver Age. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz there for a while when streaming first happened and we were getting a lot of good shows and stuff like that and like even on TV like, you know, Breaking Bad, blah, 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 blah. I don't, but now everyone I'm not wants in, to have their own streaming service and yeah. competition's getting too thick. Every own service, on studio. Yeah, every media, media kind of has that. Music has yeah. had it. The whole industry, every like media industry has their mm-hmm. waves. And I think yeah. this is like the peak of our gaming. Yeah. Um, not to say we haven't had a golden age in video games before. We definitely have, but I feel like this one's bigger. Yeah. I was extremely worried about... Uh, and of course, we're going to go back and talk to uh, talk about this decade. But I was extremely worried about looking at the future of gaming with the next console generation. I thought that's where we were going to get oversaturated and things were going to get terrible. But we've had crossplay come up as a major thing over the past two years, right? Mm-hmm. And now you have Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo playing nice together with crossplay. So the the commercial they just put out last week or the week before, focusing on Minecraft and the like the like the playing together, like the shared space with that. Yeah. That's a, that's a baby step toward a really great thing. And rocket league cross play. Uh, I can't think of what other, I know there are multiple games that are, but I can't, yeah. I think Fortnite. Is yeah. I think Fortnite has some like Fortnite was one of the games that basically yeah, pushed for it, pushed, pushed for, for it, it and accidentally revealed that it was possible. Yeah. <laughs> accidentally. Yeah. Like, yeah. so it's, PlayStation, you know, you can do this, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, rocket, rocket league, the publishing studio there, I can't remember what they're called. Forgive me. They were like, uh, Sony said it's not just a switch that you flip and they're like no literally it's a switch on our end all we have to do I mean, is flip it I'll, I'll agree that yes it is a switch on their end that they have to that they can flip but yeah. um, how stable is it is there service for it uh, how do you quality control it my understanding is they had tested it in office and it worked fine <laughs> like, well if they tested it in their office and it worked fine cool uh, but yeah. that's not a test well yeah like uh, so it's it's something that it takes. There are legal loopholes for everything like that too, yeah. as far as allowance. But anyway, let's look at. You want to look at the year, and then we'll look at the decade. We'll mm-hmm. Start there. Okay. Uh, so that way I'm, we have more time. To I'm going to go first and give myself even more time. Yeah. I'm just going <laughs> to throw fine. myself out here for this. So I'm kind of at a toss up for my game of the year. Mm. Uh, the first game that I would choose from, and they're both later in the year titles. I'll, oh, really? I'll give you that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> The first one is Pokemon Sword and Shield. Really? And I know really? this is yeah, I know this is not a major thing for you guys. Like I know you like Pokemon. <laughs> like I know that you were fans and that you had we had very very fun discussion I'm a the first time. Very week. vocal defender of it. Yeah. <laughs> so like I I guess like I told you guys and like we said on the first podcast, go back and watch it. Uh, <laughs> I was disconnected from the franchise. I haven't played one in years. And 
I have kids now. I'm like, this will be fun. Y'all get this. And my kids can have their first Pokemon game, et cetera, et cetera. My kids ain't played that thing for shit. My <laughs> wife and I have been head over heels in love <laughs> with Pokemon Sword and Shield. We've been playing the hell out of it, and it's it's fun. It's reinvigorating for me, and I feel excited to get in and do those things. And like we discussed previously, you know, you two fucking stat masters <laughs> dove in and like wanted to know everybody's stats before the game came out so you could build a perfect team. Me, I'm like, no, nah, I just want to see what this thing turns into. I want to be surprised by it. I, yeah. st- I strategically didn't go look for spoilers or what things evolved into. If I had, I wouldn't have chose fucking uh, Sobble because <laughs> Inteleon's cool and all that, but nah, man, Grookey and Rillaboom are the shit. Like, that's just the way I would have gone. <laughs> but, uh, but Thwacky is... Uh, Thwacky's a weird boy. That one's a redheaded stepchild. Yeah. <laughs> that can stay in the corner. All of them have awkward teenage years, yeah. except, except for Bunny. Yeah. yeah. He's I the love one that Rabu. just grew up pretty. Yeah. He, like, he, was, he was the pretty Everything went right kid. for him. Yeah. 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 The only problem about Rabu to me is his name. He looks really cool. I like that he like he's got that like I'm a I'm a teenager. I got my hoodie on, whatever. I'm yeah. Very, yeah, I'm just, you know. Yeah. But then like damn uh I can't even remember what Sobble's middle version is called. Drizzle or Drizzle. 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 Yeah. Drizzle. It's so odd. It's so weird it's looking. So yeah. <laughs> Sobble is, is the, the sad, lonely kid that grows up angsty um, and then turns into a fucking badass. Yep. Um, Grookey is the ADHD kid that finally finds a way to focus himself <laughs> yep. and yep. turns into a fucking badass drummer. Um and then uh, Score Bunny is Score, just Score the, the popular kid yep. that's just always been it's good looking ev- and popular. Yep. Everyone yep. likes everything him. worked well, like, out for him. Just yep. everything fell into place. I mean, Sobble's a straight up glow up though. When you look at him and like where yeah, he becomes a, a teenager, then it's yeah. like he's fabulous when he gets to Intelligent. <laughs> yeah, he's the awkward scene kid that all of a sudden turns into a fucking Instagram model. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So, I mean, <laughs> everything about that game just kind of captured me because it's like. These are the things I remember liking about Pokemon, but even trying to play Pokemon Let's Go, I felt was a little bit of a slog because I remembered how slow some parts of it were. And I just feel, for me personally, I feel like Sword and Shield broke that up in a way where it's like, this is a fresh way to do this. And I enjoyed it. So that's that's my one toss-up. I don't want to go too much on it, but it's just kind of funny how like you were trying to get your kids to... like You thought, hey, your kids would play this yeah. game. And like we're here, all three, <laughs> all, all three adult, all, adult <laughs> closing in on 30. thirty. Yeah, yeah all <laughs> basically thirty at this point. Um, and how much we love Pokemon. We, me and Eric have stayed in it. You started, got yeah. out, came back, and it's just funny to me that they they're always trying to focus towards the kids, but mm-hmm. like they it, to me, it's just funny. Yeah, yeah. The generation that they started with are the people that have stuck still is still still in it. Still in it. Yeah. And I like, mean, it was a big thing when we were kids. And, and like, then it blew up. Like, yeah. go help, you know, yeah. realize that, oh, yeah. millions like, of people are playing like, this. I don't deny that there are probably millions of kids it's still, going in each generation brand new. Yeah. But it's there, still, there are a lot of adults that played red and blue. Yeah. yeah, Or, like, Which, came, in on, came in on any of the, or the three first, genera- first, second, or third generation yeah. that have, like, stuck with it yeah. till its finale. And I feel like to me that it's probably its core audience. They want it to be for kids, but I feel like those those are the, yeah. those are the true yeah. like those fans. are the true demographic. Yeah, <laughs> like I think third generation is where I tapered off, right? Mm-hmm. And I say I think because I might have just not invested time into two, but 
first gen i was all in and then second two is my favorite yeah like uh that's what i keep hearing and they're like rumbles of you know a remaster or something coming out or a remake rather but uh <clears throat> I, I i loved it I, I think sword and shield was fantastic it was great that's really interesting yeah, <laughs> yeah that actually i did not expect. yeah i did yeah. not expect that like <laughs> my other is congratulations thank you i appreciate <laughs> it i appreciate it throwing and, wrenches into my play. yeah well i mean that's the thing we talked about i'm not gonna go back into it but we talked about it like my wife doesn't play games and mm-hmm. i would I would come upstairs and go to bed and I'd roll over like my wife's not here. <laughs> so a lot of people like you roll over at three thirty, four o'clock in the morning and your wife's not in bed. You're like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> so I walked she's downstairs, downstairs and she's downstairs she's in the dark with mode. a blanket over her face and her hair all fucked. And she's like playing Pokemon. <laughs> and she's like, I'm not coming upstairs until I get a full fix. And I'm like, you'll get it naturally. If you just progress through the story and nah. you get to this gym and no, nah, and she was not, she was not giving up. Like it's all there was to it. So, uh, that's great. Yeah, it, it is. It's fantastic. My other game is death stranding. Uh, that's more along the lines. That's of more along the lines of like what yeah. I was imagining. Uh, I haven't finished it. I, I and I, don't know when I will. I would like to say that I would, you know, go downstairs and bang it out and just get it done in 40 hours. <laughs> yeah. But that's not going to happen. <laughs> um, and I think the reason that that goes so high on my list is because it breaks the mold of what you really want and expect a game to be. And if you go in and expect some quick action shooter or something like that, if you go, like we talked about, it, you go in expecting to be Solid Snake, you're going to be disappointed. Oh, yeah. But... Or at least surprised, maybe not disappointed, because that's what happened to me. I I went in expecting a Kojima action game, and what I got was him telling Kojima me just, narrative. Yeah, I got him telling me slow down, appreciate this, and that's exactly what I did, and that's exactly what you did. Yeah, I think it that's made why you a better person. Did <laughs> well, <laughs> kind of. He it, it hasn't actually affected it, him in any way. It was it was all false flags. <laughs> 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 no, no, uh, and that's funny because, like, I kind like how you're saying, like, you were slightly expecting like a Kojima action, mm-hmm. but I kind of didn't figure that at all when I started playing the game, um, and I, I think that, like, I think that's why we have similar pen- opinions about the game. We both really enjoy it, but why mine was a little stronger at first than yours was. Mm-hmm. Um, because for some reason, as soon as I started playing the game, like everything just clicked. It was very weird. Like, like savant kind of like <laughs> everything clicked in my brain. I was just like, I know how to play this game. It's because yeah. he's always wanted to be a fucking. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, obvious. I wanted to be a delivery man. <laughs> yeah. Delivery man. Slash. No, you never wanted to be a. Del- you wanted to be a civil engineer. <laughs> Well, you've done delivery man before, so you cross that off. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I have been a delivery <laughs> man. <laughs> Civil engineer. Yeah, we, yep. we all we all know that. I guess I need to go back to school and become. <laughs> what, what, what we all learned about Josh from Death Stranding is that in his heart of hearts, he wants to be a civil engineer. <laughs> do you want to be civil engineer? Or do you want to be road crew? I don't, don't be road. Crew. Be, I don't want to be road. Crew. Civil right. engineer. <laughs> I've uh, I've done enough manual labor in my yeah. life. <laughs> And I will I also started, hate you for being responsible for closing down entire bridges. I started in working in construction yeah. when I was 15. <laughs> I'm good. So, yeah, like Death Stranding in and of itself, how me and you had completely different responses to it. We played in different ways. But what that game ended up meaning to me and what that game opens up as far as what games can be in the future, how they're made, yeah, what kind of yeah. what kind of loose and fluid ways that you have to control characters, evolve those characters, and... Just having a fucking walking mechanic to the whole game. It just yeah. goes to show that you can make a really boring idea fun as shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I slightly resent that, but a hundred percent appreciate it. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I like sometimes with like people like try to downplay it. Oh, it's just a walking simulator. I'm like, yeah, it's that's the funnest walking simulator you'll ever play. I don't know why you're saying that as a negative point. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I would argue against it because I've played walking simulators, and they're some of them are some of the best games I've ever played. Like if you don't like what remains of Edith Finch, fuck you. Like that game is incredible. <laughs> And you sometimes just need to take a moment, slow down, appreciate the things, or the, appreciate a narrative story around you without narrative. You know yeah. what I mean? Appreciate those hidden things in the world that tell you shit. Like the the world that he crafted. That and uh, when I say he, when when, when the world the that team. Kojima Productions crafted, that people aren't going to slow down and appreciate. Like that's astounding. It's a big fucking map. It's a mm-hmm. big fucking world. And a lot of people are trying to beeline from here to there to here to there. And if you slow down and you look at these nooks and crannies and these caverns, if you look at some of these torn down buildings in the destroyed cities or near ground zeros, it's remarkable just how much in that game that it meant something to the people that worked on it. Right. Yeah. And granted, they were all pretty much working for essentially a job interview for Hideo Kojima. <laughs> like, we want to prove ourselves to this guy because yeah. he gave us a chance. But, I mean, shit, it turned out so well. Was it yours? Your game of the year? <laughs> I mean, maybe a little bit. A little, little bit. A <laughs> little bit. Yes and no. I, ha- I have similar contenders like you. Yeah. Um, I've, I've thought about it. Um like, obviously, when I like I first was into it and I like played it like nonstop, um, I was like hands down, yeah, game of the year. But reflecting when I was, you know, we were talking about prompts and stuff for the new podcast and stuff, <clears throat> I, I took a little bit of time and tried to like think of the games that I played this year. Um, and uh, Death Stranding is like still probably high contender for being game of the year for me um, because similar points to <laughs> what you've yeah. already said um, how like when I first started playing it everything just kind of clicked and I kind of got this whole you know, like walking simulator thing um, and it didn't bug me like I wasn't like upset that it wasn't action or anything like that um, which I think is nice because um, like it's a nice like um juxtaposition to five uh, or phantom pain um where it's a giant map and like yeah you can be stealthy but sometimes i got to the point of the game where i'm like i'm almost an unstoppable goddamn monster no (laughs) one's gonna stop me (laughs) i'm a fucking tank i'm just gonna run i'm gonna run through every single base and no one's gonna say a goddamn thing um to have that you know go from that to i'm taking my time i need to like be careful and cautious which apparently according to uh, Cameron's gameplay footage of is playing not necessary. It's not necessary. You can just run through yeah, the BTs and they run, won't harm run you. Run through. <laughs> um, Nothing's changed from Phantom that Pain. That shit never worked for me. I don't know what difficulty you had him on, but that <laughs> yeah, never he, worked for me. He he tried it too, and he could not get it. He could he could get it to happen, but he couldn't get it reliably. Yeah, I was, I was, I was like, I've tried running through BTs because there was one point I was like doing the sneak thing. I'm like, I got to sneak. And I kept getting like notice. I'm like, how? Oh, what the fuck? I'm being very quiet. And then I just started booking it, and they got me. And yep. I was like, what the hell? I, think, <laughs> I, I honestly think what happened is Cameron got really lucky where like he ditched the bike, and I guess the bike fell over or hit something and made a sound and attracted them. So as soon as well, he, he wasn't even away, in the BT area when he lost his bike, oh, that's, that's he right. got into the BT area after he just right. literally <laughs> ran. 
Uh, they did grab at him, but he still shook it off, and it was yeah. annoying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think it, like since he was like trying to follow his line too, and he got to a ladder too. It was yeah. he, he had a an easy time getting through, but yeah. straight line. <laughs> oh my god! And that's route, man. Yeah, it's. I mean, that's the way you think when you first start it up. Like, all right, I'm just going straight. Nope, you don't do that. Mm-hmm. Like, look so, at the terrain; it's so there. If not Death Stranding. I had to think about it um, because there were a lot of fun games that I played this year. Um, Like, um, I didn't finish it, and technically it did come out this year for the Switch, Um, but Dragon Quest XI. Yeah. um, I love the Dragon Quest series. I've been a fan of it since it was called Dragon Warriors in America (laughs) before uh, it became Dragon Quest. Um, Yeah. and I've always enjoyed that series, um, but I, I kind of got out of it around like I think seven ish. Um, so I hadn't played one, and I, I wanted to get eleven for the PlayStation when it first came out. But I remember people going like, "It's kind of weird and like clunky and chunky, and it feels very very slow for some reason." Mm. And I was like, "Well, that's weird, I guess." And so. I, uh, so I unfortunately let that opinion like sway me, and I was like, "There's other games that I can play right now that I'm more I mean, interested honestly, in." It was for the better, um, but yeah, <laughs> waiting until the Switch version, where it's you know the enhanced version with all the extra stuff and everything's a little more fluid. And I knew that game was coming to Switch from the moment it was announced, and I was just like, "All right, I'm gonna hold off on this shit because that's the way I want to play it. I'm not gonna have the time to sit in front of a place." Same with Persona Five. Haven't finished Persona Five. Yeah, I don't have the fucking fluid time to sit in front of a television and play that way anymore. But carrying a screen around in my pocket to anywhere that I yeah, go, much that, easier. That is much easier than it works. But I have not picked up Dragon Quest Eleven yet because so much other shit has come out. Yeah, I I think the reason like uh, why I haven't beat it. Uh, um, but I had put in, I think, 45 hours into it um, before I like stopped playing and other games came out um, that I wanted to play more. Um, so that was a big contender because like, I was loving every minute of that, uh, that f- those 45 hours that I had put into the game. Um, I was enthralled. And then my brain always <laughs> brings me back to two more. One of them's a little more funny. It's still Dragon Quest. <laughs> Dragon Quest Builders. Oh, yeah, too. Builders, yeah, too. I don't know why I like, I mean, I it makes sense. Like, I like Minecraft and I like Legos. You like being a civil engineer, Josh. Oh, we God. Know I, about you. I like you building. You like building. <laughs> Shit. Um, Go back to construction work, boy. <laughs> it's true. Like, whenever we do like Minecraft things, if we play Minecraft, I normally design and build the our yeah, houses I'll, and buildings and stuff, and Eric's just in a mine tunneling away. Yeah, I, I turn if you, you put me in a game like Minecraft, and I will he find becomes a mole. Yeah, I I will find I will find the place. Like I won't even I won't even like appreciate his house. His, like the house he builds with a room, my own personal room. Of course not. There are people up there. <laughs> like, like, he'll, he'll he'll design this really nice like manor for us, and I'll have my own room and my own like crafting materials and all this stuff with my own bed. And it doesn't matter because fifty yards that way, I've got a hole in the ground with my own bed, my own furnace, my own crafting table. I've uh, I've put down signs and torches so I know where I'm going. I've put down gates to keep monsters out. <laughs> So, 
Will you definitively say that it's Dragon Quest Eleven? Do what? Will you definitively say that it's, it's Dragon Quest? Dragon 11? Quest Eleven. S. Age of Elusive, S. something yeah. or other. Affinitive <laughs> Edition, blah, 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 yeah. blah. Um, no, uh, not, but Builders 2, I spent a lot of time, like surprisingly more time in that game than I thought it was gonna, going to. Um, but that is one of the other games that my brain keeps coming to. But the other one um, that's not that much of, of a surprise is uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses. That game is... Uh, Dope, <laughs> and uh, I love is probably the best Fire Emblem game I've ever. I've, played. Yeah, same. Uh, I loved every minute, second, hour I put into that game. Um, so it's it's a really hard toss up between like Fire Emblem and Dragon Quest yeah. games. Um, just because of the sheer amount of time that I put into those games and they like sucked me in fairly, fairly quickly. Like I was surprised how quickly fire emblem grabbed me too. Cause I mean, I like fire emblem games, yeah. but like it grabbed me real fast and real quick. And I hadn't realized yeah. days, <laughs> not actually, yeah. I, I didn't stop playing for days, but, sure but like, that's how it kind of felt. I was just like, what, what yeah. year is it? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure the entire apartment was, completely silent yeah other than other than commentary on that game for a good week and a half is it's also funny too because we each played a different house we started off with a diff different house i was golden lion uh, golden, i was golden deer he was uh black lions and uh black eagles black eagles and jt was uh did he get a switch yeah. yeah, he got a switch. Oh, he did? He, he, he bought a switch game. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah he, was, he, he, uh, he was watching me play a bunch, and he was just like, this game's so fun, I really want to play it. And then he eventually <laughs> looked up Switches, and he bought one and bought Fire Emblem. And uh, he, uh, he, he took to that game pretty quick, too. Yeah. Um, like, he, he beat it, like, faster. We beat, beat it before we even got close to beating it. Wow. <laughs> he spent his time in that fucking game. Yeah. <laughs> He we, was uh, he into also that spent game. a lot less time grinding than we did. Yeah. Like he 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 did grind a bunch at the start and then like tapered off once he got yeah. like ultra mecha powerful. Yeah. He's like, I don't really need to grind, I'm god now. Are, is that your game of the year? Fire Emblem? Uh no, but we know what his uh, we know well, what his well, game now, of the year. Now that we've talked now that we've talked about it, uh I, I, I DMC Fire now that we've talked about oh, it, I do want to give it that was this year. Yeah, yeah, that was this year. But yeah, now that we've talked about Fire Emblem Three Houses, I do want to give it the honorable mention of if it wasn't that I'm completely biased, it would have won, but DMC5 was literally a love letter to fans of DMC, and it was everything I wanted, so it it wins without argument. There you go. <laughs> I, I We've talked about this a lot. Like I, I want to get back. I, I want to sit down and try to play through uh, Devil May Cry, which I guess I can at any point because the games are available on PlayStation mm -hmm. 5 or PlayStation 4. Yeah, there's Shit. all of them. There's one, there's yeah. three, there's four, there's five. Well, not five, but... Uh, DMC2 oh. is not on... DMC2 doesn't exist. It, it's right. yes, it is on it's, Switch. You just kind of purged it out. <laughs> yeah, I'd, uh, I'd like to, you know, think that I had the time to sit down and play through all those, and maybe one day I will. But uh, I keep waiting for a uh, special edition of uh, DMC5 because it's become almost a tra tradition at this point. But I also don't want it to because I know I'll buy it. Yeah, buy it. <laughs> I'll uh, going on the honorable mention idea. I think that's a good thing. I'll actually put Pokemon as my game of the year and I'll put Death Stranding as an honorable mention. Nice. I think that's fair. You know what? I'll put Three Houses as my game of the year and then put Death Stranding and Dragon Quests. <laughs> uh, right. 
It's honorable mentions. Yes, yeah, eleven in Builders two and Death Stranding is honorable mentions. But yeah, I think I could. Three houses did the thing that happened to me with Persona, uh, and we'll can get into that when we talk about the decade. Yeah. Um, but you were saying like how you don't have time for uh, long games like that, and uh, like you haven't finished Persona. Because they take a long time, and if you put a bunch of hours into it trying to like get everything right, if you're not just trying to blow through the game, uh, they take hours, hundreds, hundreds of, of hours. hours. Yes. Yep. Um, the only reason why I haven't beat Persona 5 is because there I just don't have the time. <laughs> yeah, like I lost when I first played Persona 5, the first, uh, but, but you were discussing that, and I think that's one of the reasons why I never like got as far into um 11 as i wanted to is because i was like i can't dedicate i can't basically lose a month to this game i got i gotta not do that yeah. that's unhealthy um because i did that with persona 5 twice yep <laughs> um and I, I can't do that that's bad i i got to like you know ease off the break and i, I literally had just done that for three houses i <laughs> basically lost a month to three houses i'm like i can't do this again that's that's back to back no i gotta no, I'll just play it when I feel like I have the time. I'll put in like maybe a few hours before I go to bed, and that'll be as much as I put into it. And I did, and then eventually other games came out that I was like, well, this is easier to play, and I can pick like, you know, Borderlands 2 or Borderlands 3 or uh, like Monster Hunter Ice, Monster Hunter, Monster Hunter World Iceborne. And I'm like, well, these I can play with my friends, and we can play them in like shorter bursts, or we can play them over extended time over the weekend. Yeah. So. I'll, I'll just let it go. But yeah, definitely game of the year since I feel like I've put, put the most time into Fire Emblem Three Houses and then um, honorable mentions for Death Stranding since I love that game and Dragon Quest Eleven and Builders 2 because Builders 2 was surprisingly <laughs> yeah. enjoyable. I spent way more time in that game than I thought I did. Uh, this wasn't part of our conversation, but uh, just before we get into games of the decade, what was your least favorite game this year? Least favorite game this year? Just a fire one off. I just uh, that I played. Yeah. You, I, I firmly believe you can't dislike a game that you haven't given a shot. You have to. I feel try, like it, you have like, to try to play it. Yeah, uh, true. I don't think I like. I don't think there was a game that I played this year because I tried to avoid playing games that I don't like. Anything um, underwhelm you? Underwhelm me. Ooh. (sighs) It's not fair to say Sekiro because that was just me not being as good as I thought it was. That's that's a really good perspective, Josh. That's really good. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've played a game this year that I haven't liked. I, I tried to make sure that I play games that I will like. What about you, Captain Positive? <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't... I don't think there was a game that I didn't like this year that I that I can recall playing. I can't remember like I feel like if I didn't like it, it would definitely stick in my brain because hate is much stronger than love. I can't think of one that came out this year. Because Mass Effect Three can go, or Mass Effect Andromeda can go eat a dick. That was not. This I know, year. but I'm just saying that's <laughs> just want to go on record. Yeah, disappointment and hate about a game for a year. <laughs> Andromeda sucked dick, and I hope it burns in a fire. Woo. 
I'll go on record to say that it was a pretty okay game. Uh, no, it wasn't okay. <laughs> it was broken and it crashed constantly for me. Shenmue three. All right, now that we're moving yep. on. <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Um, but yeah, I, I don't. I don't think man, no games. That's, that's good though. Like uh, and not, yeah, and like I said, Sekiro only because I feel disappointed in myself for not being good enough and getting good or just going with meta i mean you shouldn't like you have there's a lot going on there's a lot of other games to play and i don't see a problem in putting that pace on yourself and be like all right you know what i'm i don't have the time to dedicate to to skill building in this yeah. right like maybe one day you can come back to it right yeah. like if, if if it sits in your library you can always come back and play it later but uh so looking past the last year and looking at the last 10 years because we are closing at the end of a decade we are the roaring 20s again days away (laughs) days away from the roaring 20s which is crazy to think about yep so everyone get their three-piece suits and flapper dresses i got my zoot suit i'm ready ready and all giggle water (laughs) (laughs) uh so we're coming up on our 30th year of existence yeah let's look at our third decade of Games, gaming. <laughs> yeah, of gaming. Uh, um, shit, yeah, we've been gaming since, yeah. I mean, we were single digits, bro. So, mm-hmm. like four or five years mid old. to late 90s, yeah. Yep, I was, I was two when my dad got a superhero or Super Nintendo for me and my brother. And he's like, You didn't speak English, but you would just babble off in Wes's ear. And he's <laughs> like, All right, I know what you're saying, and that's how we played through games together. Nice, <laughs> yep. But, uh, it's it's the good, it's <laughs> the good life, but. So the past 10 years, who wants to start? I think it was just a small... Free format? Free format slash just a talk about this last 10 years in gaming. Like like my point, like I said earlier, like how I feel like this is probably the best decade Mm -hmm. of gaming that has been um, since the creation of video games in the 80s. Um, uh, Do you think that's entirely because of our current console generation or I think it's because it's gaming has become more acceptable. Um, I think that like it's opened up a lot more gates um, for like other people to come in. More creative people have been like trying to make games these last 10 years. And um, a lot of even triple a games have been trying to put their best foot forward to make some of these big games and even something small like Minecraft to become how big it is today. Like, uh, technically, yes. Technically, yes and no, Minecraft came out this decade. Um, <laughs> it, it Official release came out to 2011. Yeah, it was an early build or something. Um, but like yeah, there were early nine. builds and stuff that were like in 2009 and stuff. But, but officially, Minecraft was released in 2011. Um, but something to, you know, start from that small, like, you know, just one man created Minecraft to become gigantic, big enough for Microsoft to buy for what a billion dollars or something like that. Um, to, so they could own it and like hands down, I don't think anyone could argue that is probably the most influential game that like of this decade, if not like. Since video gaming, it's easily one of, yeah, yeah. easily it's one of, like kids to adult because that used game in came, schools, educational, education, yeah, like it's, that game came out when we were like twenty one, mm-hmm. 
so you would think that wouldn't be something we were into, but I remember like going, no, nah, Minecraft looks all right. And I tried it. I'm like, well, this is pretty damn fun. For for the longest time, I did not care about Minecraft. I thought it was a really dumb, boring idea for a game. And then it came to consoles. <laughs> and I went, See, well, no, it's accessible. So I'll try it out. <laughs> See, I, uh, I knew it was on tablets and phones and computers and shit. But it wasn't until, you know, my kids started playing video games, really, that they got to that age where I set up a console specifically for them to play on. And I'm like, they're like, can we play Minecraft? Can we play Minecraft? I'm like, I don't know shit about it. So I <laughs> yeah. I got I got it and I you know, I dove in. I'm like, I wanna see what this is before I say okay, right? And because I like to do that with pretty much anything. I let my young and impressionable children play. I want to know what they're playing before they play it. Yeah. Which it would be so, nice if every parent did that. Yeah. Make the right fucking choice for your kids, folks. So, like, I dove into Minecraft. I was messing around a little bit. And my son is in my ear, who had never played it. He's like, it has multiplayer. We can both play. And I'm like, well, let me see how this goes first. And hours go by and my wife comes up i thought i was playing like 15 minutes my yeah. wife was like you've been upstairs for five hours yeah no minecraft like, will eat eat time i'm yep. sitting there with facial hair that i didn't have when i started <laughs> yes. like i'm sorry what like, yeah for real i'm sorry what because <laughs> that's what that's the same reaction i had when i played minecraft for the first time i was like i'll just play a little bit it's tomorrow <laughs> Like how? How did that happen? I, I feel like that's the regular experience because I remember doing that. Except mine was a little different. Mine was I've only been playing for like fifteen minutes, thirty minutes. Five hours have gone by. I've mined out this whole area. Yeah. Oh God. Like <laughs> I've I've terraformed yeah. the entire map that they gave me, and it is it's a really cool and interesting experience. But like we're saying, outside of just n- number one, like. If, if I tell my kids all the time, if you're bored, go make something, go yeah. create something, go do something to exercise your mind, your mind, use your imagination, way. kids. And, you know, it's, I've been very, very, I've said it a lot. My wife's not a gamer, but like she understands the value in a lot of things. Right. So Minecraft in the, in the front of my mind, it's still a video game, but in the back of my mind, it's like, this is a very gigantic creative outlet. It's they a can, canvas. They can yes. do, it, it is, they can do anything what they want, like, if they can design anything they want to with it. And my kids, thankfully, you know, they like to draw, like to paint, they like to write stories, they love to read unless they're told to. Tell them for homework, they're like, no. And then I go put them to bed and they're both just sitting there with a book. They won't go to sleep at night. <laughs> yeah. So, but I tell them, like, you know, do something exciting, do something creative. And I think that's a wonderful outlet for it. Now, the fact that that game is used in schools, it is used in therapy. That is, that's the sign that you made something that is important. Yeah. Not just to video games as a whole, oh, but, yeah. but to society as yeah. a whole. And you're right. Video games are more accepted now than they were when we were kids. They're but getting the, more accessible too. Yeah. With like the... Xbox or Microsoft's like disability control. They're like, uh, it's, it's really unfair though. Like, uh, I, I like that point. I'm going to let you go to it, but it's really unfair to me that people still look at Minecraft and are like, this is just a video game. You're rotting your brain. Like that's unfair seeing the number of things that it branches into and how that game has, this is a Minecraft podcast now. Yep. How that game has bridged into so many things yeah. and yeah. become an opportunity yeah. for people. Giving, giving a kid, a copy of Minecraft is like dumping out a bag of random Legos in front of them. Yeah. It's pretty much the same thing. I agree. It is because gaming is becoming more acceptable, but also it always, I feel like there's always a stigma. There's always that stigma, but there always will be there. I feel like there always will be until like, finally someone like, 
even though technically there is already definitive proof they've done countless studies that playing video violent video games does not actually impact the way that <laughs> that does not causation and correlation yeah. two different things um, but people ra- are ignorant and yeah. won't listen just yeah, like with vaccines being, <laughs> every rational human being understands the difference between fiction and reality yeah um, the people that do do violence things are like that is because there's already a problem <laughs> um but again, but uh, but I, I do like that this year has also helped, or this decade has helped bring more people into gaming, like seeing more celebrities, like you know, talk about games or be in games and endorse endorse them. Um, you're seeing more or um, come out as longtime gamers. Yeah, yeah, or come out as longtime gamers. Like even like it's not video game related, but like. Uh, tabletop and pen and paper games. Vin Diesel is a huge D and D gamer. Um, have have gotten w- yeah, that blew my fucking mind. <laughs> uh, John Maganello or whatever his name, Maganello. Yeah. He's he also is a huge D and D. He ha- he owns been, his own comp like yeah. owns his own D and D like company. His, um, like you're already loud, but you'll say that a little bit louder for my wife to hear that <laughs> Joe Maganello is a D and D gamer. Yeah. <laughs> like he has his own basement decked yep. out in D and D stuff. It's he, dope. He has he has been playing D and D and DMing for. Almost his entire yep. life, yeah. And uh, he actually just recently had something he created in D anD D put into canon by Wizards of the Coast. That's awesome. Man. <laughs> but like that has also become a thing, and I, I like to associate both of the, both of those. I feel like go hand in hand because some systems wouldn't like gaming structure systems like how they um play or points are asserted into things wouldn't be around if there was no D. &D. yeah because some games use stat builds for D &D to make their characters sheets and stuff like that or any other like gurps was fallout and stuff like that so it's it's nice to see more of that come out like yeah you know nerd and geek culture become more mainstream mainstream and i feel like this decade has definitely helped that the most i feel like um that's another reason why i feel like this decade is the best decade for gaming um and twitch and twitch 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 helped a lot twitch Twitch helped a lot because twitch uh, twitch made it a community right like it it basically mainstreamed the idea of people playing video games yeah like youtube as well like some of the big before twitch youtube before some of the weird shit that has happened, like, you know, PewDiePie, yeah. the biggest, yeah. <laughs> it See, started playing games and stuff like that. Yeah. So YouTube is a big one, but like, I, I feel like Twitch made that extra nudge just because oh, yeah. it's yeah, number one, it it's live yeah. for everybody. It yeah. gives mm-hmm. everybody the opportunity. And Twitch's <laughs> partnership with like esports and yeah, whatnot. Uh, yeah. And the chat room in Twitch is one of the biggest contributions because oh, it's yeah. like, you've formed bonds with people just by offhand conversations that you have while watching somebody else play a game that you have interest in mm-hmm. or, for, or watching a couple of guys have a talk, is, have a, have a talk show. On I was about to say for like our perspective, when we play a game and people join in and like talk to us and interact with us or interact with each other while we're, while we're watching and they, when we get to like kind of watch their conversation and joke about it while we're just playing our game. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it brought a lot of you to us and we're mm-hmm. very thankful for that. So it's, it is, man. It's crazy how interconnected Plus, everything is. And esports becoming the thing it is this decade as yeah. well. Like it's not like just video games, like what games came out. It's the whole video game market yep. exploded this decade. Yeah. I mean, you've always had you've always had like esports with things 
things like Counter-Strike and Call of Duty and, of course, Madden and FIFA go way back. Yeah, as or far Evo as, and yeah, fighting Evo tournaments and stuff like, like that. Yeah. But, like, eSports, like, as, like, something that would be on ESPN. Like, yeah, yeah, like the Overwatch League Yeah, now. or million-dollar prize, uh, yeah. prizes just... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is a small one. Here's a Fortnite million. league, <laughs> yeah. all that shit. Like they're huge yeah. now, and mm-hmm. ga- gaming has gotten a lot more publicity than yeah, I mean, would have ever gotten. And esports players are catal- are categorized as athletes. athletes yeah. That is a, that is a fascinating feature right there. And the fact that uh, was it gaming addiction is an actual like registered addiction now. Yeah. Like I know that's technically bad thing, <laughs> but like to to like have. You know, the medical community go, oh, no, like, people can actually be addicted to this. Yeah. I mean, technically, you can be addicted to anything. Just as, about anything. As long as that... Anything that activates reward. Yeah. But re- if it's reactions. recognized, that means there can be therapy for it. True. That means it can be rehabilitated. Yeah. So that is the, like, like you're saying, like, it's recognized as a disorder, and that is, or as an actual addiction, and that is the first step in actually establishing ways for people to get help. Yeah. Right? So people won't lose their homes because they didn't pay the mortgage because they had to buy shit and wow. Yeah, you know I mean? wow destroyed their life. Yeah, or die because they don't actually go and do anything to stay alive. Right, <laughs> you don't take care of yourself. Like, I mean, it's sad that it gets to that point, but it does. It, so. Yeah, I mean, because well, I mean, the same with like doing heroin or something like that. Yeah. It's sad that it gets that way, but unfortunately, it does. Yep. <laughs> Heroin's a lot more fun though. So. <laughs> Is it? I don't know. I mean, it's kind of a downer drug. <laughs> I don't do heroin, neither should you. Uh, <laughs> disclaimer. PSA, PSA, PSA don't do drugs. <laughs> you, you should always try um, something at least once. Unless it's weed. That's not a drug, so smoke it. Smoke that plant all you want. All right, well, we're getting off here. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit off topic. Yep. <laughs> so what's your favorite drug at 20? <laughs> This year's my first year. I had some blue dreams, so I think that was my that was pretty great. That <laughs> That's was a good, good one. Good. That was I, good. I, honestly, just like last year, I think I'm gonna have to give it to Crystal Meth. <laughs> Never let me down. <laughs> Always keeping them bees out of my teeth. In 20, 2020, I'll just call it Old Faithful. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm really hoping for some. Uh, uh, I'm hoping 20, crack comes back. I, I, I'm, I'm hoping for some like new designer drugs. That'd be great. I'm just hoping. I'm hoping for something that makes me feel like an elf. <laughs> I'm really rooting for crack in 2020. <laughs> All right, let's reel it back in before we get some problems. <laughs> We've already got problems. Yeah, we, we have problems. Everyone can tell. <laughs> um, on the topic of on the topic of mental health and video games. Oh, I, I know. I, I say this all the time. But the Game Awards, which we all just watched together last night or last week, um, it's there's a category in the Game Awards called Games for Impact, right? Yeah. That is my favorite category, and it's something that I absolutely <laughs> adore the fact that it exists, yeah. right? Because if you look at the nominees there, which I'm trying to remember what they were now that I've opened my fucking mouth, <laughs> there was Sea of Solitude, which is a game about depression, and yeah. I know I mentioned it before because all the monsters in the game are reflections of your main character mm-hmm. that she projects onto things. Uh, there's right. Life is Strange. Kind words. Yeah, kind words. That's another one. The entire, because I, I looked into that game, the entire, entire point game. of that game is to write kind words. Is to write kind words and fucking be supportive of people. And that is a good game. Like That's a good idea. That's you know a good I mean? message, period. Yeah, it is. And um, I can't remember the other one that I wanted to call out that was... Uh, Concrete Genie. Oh, yeah. That kid's getting bullied. It's a, it's a very strong, you know, be strong, anti-bullying message, right? 
uh, and make something beautiful out of a dark world. I th- all of those I think are fantastic and. Again, those get buried in, oh, all these kids are playing Call of Duty and Battlefield and yeah. shooting each other. Like, no, there are beautiful things that are trying to come out of the game <laughs> like world. millions of games that yep. come out. Like. And this decade has allowed those to blossom in ways that we haven't seen before, and mm-hmm. I hope only get better from here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but um, Sandbox. Soapbox. <laughs> soapbox. Get it. Get off that soapbox, Justin. So uh, back in your sandbox. Now that we've enjoyed this, (laughs) back in the sandbox with those. Now that we've enjoyed this uh, detour, would anyone like to talk about their favorite games of the decade? Yeah, sure. (laughs) Uh, I think Justin needs his time. So if you want to, me and you. Yeah, I'll go ahead. Are you you ready? I'll jump in real quick. All right, you're ready. What are some of your? Uh, I'll jump in real quick, and I will go with two games that mean a hell of a lot to me from this decade. Uh, actually, three. I'll go with three games that mean a lot to me because I've already got three of them on hand. Uh, the first one is The Last of Us, which I know you haven't finished. Yeah. I don't think you've played. Nope. I played the demo and I was good. The game is incredible. Like the entire world of the game and mm-hmm. the things that, much like Dark Souls and shit like that, it doesn't give you. You yeah. have to want it and go look for it. But they'll put you on a street. And what's it's a linear game. It need like for those who haven't played it, which everybody should, in my opinion. Um, it's a linear game, so it'll put you on a street, and you know that you need to get from here to there, right? But there are side streets, and there are <laughs> there are open buildings that you can go walk through, and you don't have to. You can go through, and you know, just pick up the like the actual tools that you need to build things, or upgrade your weapons, upgrade like your abilities, things like that. But then you'll find notes and comic books and you'll see posters on the wall and you'll walk into a bedroom and you'll see how the blankets are pulled off the bed in a certain direction and like a drawer will be pulled out but not all the way and things will be missing from inside the drawer. Just from looking at it, you can tell that they built a world room by room and step by step showing what people did to try to leave that environment when it broke out. And that's the whole game. It's not yeah. just it's not just flown off in one town. It's the uh, fallout strategy of building a game world. Yeah. Instead it, of uh, sitting there and expositing to you how things happen, they just left clues. But then they do. Like yeah. Then <laughs> then they do give you exposition on it because when you pick up these things, uh, the the main character Joel will read it and he's hardened. He's had he's had a lot of bad things happen to him, so he shut himself off. And it's only about survival at this mm-hmm. point. And this hardened old man who really bad things happened to him. Spoilers if you haven't played it yet. His daughter dies at the very yeah. beginning of the fucking game. And this game's... It's second seven one's about years. to come out, so yeah. It's yes. seven years old. You should know at this point. Like It's been a week. Yeah, yeah it's his, been a week. His, his daughter dies at the very beginning of the game. Yeah. And he is forced into transporting this girl that he wants nothing to do with. He's a smuggler. He's forced into transporting this girl across the city in Boston to deliver her to a group that's supposed to take care of her. When they get there, the group is dead and he, it's become his responsibility to take her across the country. Right. And it's in the middle of this, this giant outbreak. Civilization has fallen. Things have gone, things have already gone to shit. People live in pods, but humans are more dangerous than anything else in the world. So 
as normal. He doesn't. His, this girl's about the same age of his, as his daughter, and that's on purpose. He doesn't want her around. He doesn't want to take care of a child or grow attached to anybody. But then he kind of has to because this girl who's only been raised in these quarantine zones, she has questions about the world outside. She'll see things, and Joel sees a family that tried to escape, and she she gets worried about them and wondering how far they made it or what the next step was because she's still naive in so many ways. And the way those two pe- like the way those two actors uh, play off of each other are absolutely incredible. Uh, and not to mention the gameplay is frustrating at a lot of times. Like it really is. I'm not gonna say, I'm not gonna say it's not. It's really fun and I enjoy it. But it's always one of those. All right, I've got to figure out my way in this situation, right? But the the story, the acting, the world building, all of it's just top class. It's so well done. I cannot wait for The Last of Us Two next year because that's going to define my next decade. Of <laughs> uh, the next game for me was Oxenfree. Yep, and you <laughs> have yep. said that name so many times. Yep, you're on your soapbox uh, and yep. like. Fucking oxen. Back, back on the soapbox. Yep. So, Oxen Free is a very simple but wonderful game. It came out a couple of years ago. Um, there's no combat. It's just conversation and walking around, like a couple of puzzles to figure out. But it's it's slowed down a lot. But you get this. You get this feeling that, all right, I am this person. Like, I am answering because qu- your responses to everybody's questions in your group, these these kids on an island together and some spooky shit happens. Your questions or your responses to everybody else on the group leads to your relationship changing with everybody else in the group, which eventually leads to which one of them lives, dies, comes back from the dead, or is erased from existence completely like they, 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 they <laughs> never were never there. <laughs> And yeah, because you're stuck in a time loop. When mm. you beat the game, it restarts. And then you beat it again and it restarts. Until you figure out and you don't you can't it's impossible to do it on the first try. You have to go through multiple times until you figure out what series of events you can line up mm-hmm. to get everybody out alive and break the cycle. Which, funny enough, you don't have to get everybody out alive to break the cycle. That's just if you want to do it, right? So it's fascinating in the way it plays and the way the game messes with you because on your second playthrough, they'll put things in places that weren't there on the first try. And it's very subtle, but it's like, I know that. I know that wasn't there when I came through this room. And all of a sudden, like while you're thinking it, a thought bubble will come above your character's head and she'll say to somebody, like, or you have the option to say to somebody, was that there before? And if you say it, they're like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> like, <laughs> what do you mean before? We just got here. Yeah. Like, we've never been here before. <laughs> and it's it's very interesting to see the way that plays out. I think the the design of it and the fluidity is good. It's haunting. And it's something that I've replayed 14 times Jesus at, this, at this point. And I don't regret it. I will go sit in my living room, play for three hours, and knock that motherfucker out again <laughs> at any point. Don't, don't yeah, tear him. Don't, no, don't no, get him I'll, started. I'll just, I'll do it. I don't care. It's so good. <laughs> I'll do it. Don't, <laughs> don't tempt me. Don't tempt me. I'll do it. Uh, it's funny that most of these are PlayStation. Well, Oxenfree is multi-plat. Uh, the last game on my list right now, because i got to think about some more. 
is God of War. There we go. There we go. Yeah. That was out of out of any game you could say I was expecting. I, I, was, yeah. I knew Oxen for uh, those three definitely. I knew like yeah. uh, like out of all of the games I've known Justin's played, I'm like it's definitely Oxen Free, Last of Us, and God of War. Those have yeah I was, been I was, the games he's like talked about like yeah. passionately the most. Um, yeah. I, I feel like yeah, so I was expecting God of War to come out first, just because I know when it when it came out, you were obsessed with that game. I was, and for anybody that doesn't know Boy. me, for anybody that doesn't know me, I didn't give a fuck about Kratos. Yeah. I didn't. I was not a fan of the old God of War games. No, they, they, they didn't do anything for me. That character, I have always despised like i've always i don't know why he was a mascot for sony i mean he was a fun action hero I, it, he didn't do shit for me i didn't like those games same yeah and, and that really was, didn't care for the original god of wars yeah. that much they weren't they weren't great and uh i played two but i can't say i ever beat it like it's i mean if, if you like the hack is oh i mean you do like the hack is lashy so like I mean, dmc but it's it's I would it's, it's I would uh, I would definitely same arena. <laughs> no I would never put God of War and Devil May Cry in the same it's, arena. It's uh I, I wasn't a fan. I didn't like it. I didn't like his character. I didn't like how self self centered he was, and so like holier than thou. And but I knew that reputation, right? Now that being said, I played those old games. I don't know if I ever beat all of them, but I know yeah. I played one, two, and three. Um, I never liked that character. And I never felt compelled to actually round them off. God of War came out. I remember me and you were together when they played that trailer. And like, can you just throw the bow to the boy? Like, fetch or go hunt. I'm hungry. Like, yeah. or can you fetch me dinner or whatever. I'm like, holy shit! They brought back Kratos, and he's got like a full beard. He's like a dad. <laughs> and at this point, I had kids, right? And I'm like, all right, I'm I'm into this. I'm I'll I'll see how it plays out. And watching that first trailer. Like, because they actually went into over-the-shoulder early gameplay, right? And you see him and his son hunting, and they go through those motions at the beginning. And I'm like, I'm extremely looking forward to this now. I want to see how this plays out. Not to mention, Norse mythology is right up my fucking alley. In my house, at any time, you will find an Edda, a poetic (laughs) Edda, and all of the Valhalla myths. Like, all of them are back in my fucking office. And, uh... So I thought that was really cool. It's an interesting way to go with it. It's that's an interest that I have for it, and then I got my hands on it. I played it right, and number one, refocus of the camera was good idea. Like I like over the shoulder stuff, and I know people give Sony a lot of shit for that, saying that all of your games are over the shoulder, the <laughs> exact same thing. But you know what? If it works, it works. It works. It's a really good camera angle. It's a really good camera angle. But for God of War specifically. Talking about 2018 God of War. Yeah. A one-shot, unbreaking camera was fucking crazy for that whole game. When you go into cutscenes and the camera doesn't move, it just pans away and then comes back to Kratos. If you were able to play that whole game in one sitting, the camera wouldn't break. The only time that it does is when you go through the white light. Yeah. And that's only to cover that ground, so it breaks off for... You don't even notice it. You're just blinded by a white light and then it comes back, right? I thought that was a really interesting choice, and it had to be difficult for that team to do, but it was really good for making that a heartfelt and in-touch story. Giving Kratos a relation to a child, and the child doesn't understand who he is at the beginning of the game, who his father is, or who who his mother was, 
he only they live in a shack and you know he knows these stories and this is his life you know he goes out and hunts and he comes back and he lives with his mom and dad and this is this is where they are and his dad's just strong he mm-hmm. does and that's one of my favorite parts in the game is later on when he says that line i don't know dad's always been strong. that's wrong yeah like the the part in that game again it came out last year if you haven't played it fuck you like, it's <laughs> you, it, you had your time so like kratos flips a temple it's it's a temple that's on an axis and it's a crazy thing to say but uh. he needs it to be upside down so that it can do what they need it to do in this particular puzzle. So he's like, he's like, the only way to solve this is to flip it. And um, he's got Mimir with him, which <laughs> is, you know, a Norse god uh, from Mimir as well. He knows everything. He's like, I'm sorry, what? And he's <laughs> like, we need to flip it. You can't just, you can't just do that. And he's like, hey, Kratos manhandles his temple and flips it over on its axis and gets it to spin. And Mimir's like, can we please stop saying flip the temple like it's a normal thing? Right? And he asks, he One asks of the best Atreus, lines in a video game. <laughs> <It is. laughs> and, <laughs> and he asks Atreus, like, like, you know, when Atreus finally finds out later in the game that he's a god or that he's part god and that his mother was a giant, and he's like, how does it feel, you know, having the, the god of war over here as your father, like have, having an actual demigod as a father? And, uh, are you surprised by how strong he is? He's like, I don't know. Dad's always been strong. Like the fact that a kid, like a a twelve year old kid, is not freaked out by the fact that his father just picked up a centuries old stone building and <laughs> turned it over like it was nothing. <laughs> that says a lot, you know, because yeah. that's just the world he grew up in. And that's just pretty strong. <laughs> yeah. And when it, just the moments in those games where the camera slows down and and Kratos talks to him, but he doesn't know how to talk to him because he hasn't had a relationship like that, and he didn't have it when he was growing up. And you know, Kratos had children before, but he but, killed them. But he killed them, right? <laughs> and that's why he's afraid to get attached to Atreus. And it's like all these things that add up to why it's such a good story. But then it comes back, just like I said with Ellie, she's a kid, and Atreus is a kid. So, number one, Christopher Judge was fucking incredible for a choice in playing uh, Kratos' go-round. But when he's talking to when he's talking to Atreus and he says, we're gods, boy, like, and he spills everything out, and Kratos, or Atreus is trying to process this, and his first, his first question is like, can I turn into a wolf? <laughs> and, Atre- and Kratos is like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> he's like, a wolf. You know, can I, if I'm a god, do I have powers? Like, can I transform into things? Like, He's a kid who just got told, you know, you got the world on a string here. And he's like, what can I do with it? Yeah. <laughs> like, he's like, I've, it opens up all these possibilities. And then, of course, he goes on his insane power hungry streak, which <laughs> is also fun. But that game means a lot to me because I was a father. And I'm like, I'm always, always trying to find ways to communicate with my kids. I'm always trying to find things to say to them in the right way. That 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 moment in the game where he goes to put his hand on Atreus' shoulder and he closes his fist and he just pulls it back because he doesn't know if it's the right moment. I've done that more times than I could count. I sent my kids to bed when I was playing this game, number one, because it's super violent, but number two, because I sat there and cried like a little girl <laughs> at the fact that I am so emotionally attached to how difficult he made these things out to be. And I know that Corey Barlog, the game director, he was going through these similar things with his son because his son is a young age and he was away from him during making the game and everything. And he's trying to figure like he, he was trying to figure out their relationship the whole time too. Right. And 
how much of himself he put into that, how much it plays through, how how full that game felt compared to the absolute trash that I thought that series was before. <laughs> yeah. That's why that game means so much to me because it was emotional, impactful, yeah. and yeah, it's, it's something that I'll remember God, forever. God of War God 2018 of, is they, the only God of War. They feel like completely, like they're not even part of the same franchise. They don't. They don't. <laughs> like, but at the same time, again, spoilers, I don't care. When you're on that canoe and you're going back to dig your swords up to <laughs> save your son, like... And you get, know shit's going down. Like yeah, I am I, fucking all in this. Yeah, when <laughs> yeah that that moment when you going back to get your swords, I was like, oh yeah. shit's about to get like, real. Like you know, the biggest part of me is like, I don't care about these games, but it's like, it, it wasn't all right. I'm going back for a weapon that I'm familiar with. It's he's going back to a piece of his past that past, he left behind yeah. because it's what he has to do, and. God damn, that scene when he's in the boat ride and the camera's spinning around and all that shit going through his head and reliving these moments. Mm. And when he's on the boat and Atreus sees like this, these visions of Kratos and Zeus on the boat, like that shit is wild. It, it, it's so well done. And I'd, that's it. Like I, I can't go any further with this conversation. <laughs> God of War 2018 might be my game of the decade. It might be my favorite game ever made. And I've held on to a link to the past since I was a child. <laughs> but it's it means so much to me. Yeah. Like that's all I can go with. Yeah, I mean you're not wrong. That game is amazing. Yeah. Like I, I know you said you stopped playing and I'm like, Josh, you gotta get back on this. Yeah. You gotta go back. Yeah. <laughs> I, and then I didn't stop playing because I didn't like it or anything. I just been playing it so much. Yeah. I was just like, I need a break. And it's hilarious where I stop. I like to do this sometimes where I stop at a game where I'm almost at the finale. I think it was like an hour or two away from the finale where mm -hmm. I stopped and I was like, are you serious? <laughs> I beat this in a day. Yeah. I, I was almost yeah. there. <laughs> I, was, I was right there. And I just was like, I need to take a break and yep. come back to it like a few months later. And then I'm like, I beat the game. Are you serious? Yep. That way, that <laughs> game was amazing. 10 out of yep. 10. We'll play again. <laughs> I, uh, I took the day off work to play that game, like when it came out, which is funny because it came out on April 20th. So I took off 420 for work <laughs> and everybody knew why, or so they thought. <laughs> like they had their assumption. <laughs> and no, it's as funny as it was, it was me and my brother sitting on the couch in my living room, passing the controller back and forth. <laughs> Every death, we'd hand the controller back and forth, just like we did when we were kids. And it, it was one of my favorite experiences of the past 10 years. Yeah. Hands down. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Right, I next. feel like, I feel like Eric and Eric and I are like less. <laughs> we don't you, have you, anything nearly as hard. I know. Yeah, I know you, you came We're in like, with, we got some fun games. Yeah. You came in with the, like, I'm not sure what I'm going to do or say y'all go ahead. And then you like, come in like, Oh yeah, by the way, we should have stonewalled him and let him go last. <laughs> yeah. I figured I'd get it out of the way. I didn't realize I'd, like, I'd get no passion speech, speech like that. Yeah. But it is. They all mean so much to me in their own way. All right, well, thanks for tuning in to the Remix Game. I don't really feel like there's any point in humoring you guys any longer, so. <laughs> I will uh, get a little... Josh? <laughs> so I had, like, thought about, like, a couple of games that I wanted to like not to go too in depth in. I don't want to go too much, but I want to like mention a few of them. Um, at first, I thought I had a definitive like one, two, three, four, or five, which like this is definitely number one. 
But I think it's a little more fluid now. Um, but one of my uh, favorite games of this decade um, has got to be, I mean, I, I defend it every time anybody mentions the word Fallout. I have to say <laughs> New Vegas or else I die. Um, New <laughs> Vegas came die. out in 2010. Uh, uh, <laughs> Did you fact check it? Just to make oh sure? no, I know for a fact it came out oh, in October wow. of 2010. I, I was like, was that? Tw- <laughs> it's funny because I bought the collector's <clears throat> edition of that game, <laughs> and I made Eric go pick it up for me because <laughs> I wasn't in town. I, I, that's when I was living in another yeah city that he city. Yeah. that he was living in. Um, and I was like, could you go pick this up for me? I'll be in town in a little bit. I would. Why is it here? <laughs> Why isn't it there? <laughs> My Xbox is here, not there. <laughs> um, so could you pick it up? Uh, by the time I think I'll be in town, they'll be closed, and I want this game. <laughs> um, so it's got a funny story to it. Uh, but yeah. He went and picked it up for me. Um, I, I think I like bought him dinner for Something. doing that for me. Um, but I came so soon. Like I'll come pick it up. We'll go eat dinner. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like for doing that for me. Um, but but Fallout New Vegas. Like at first, like like I said, I had a definitive top five, and Vegas was number one um, because it's my favorite Fallout. Um, I've spent a fuck ton of time into that game, um, and I loved every minute of it. The DLCs are also a blast compared to what Fallout, the other Bethesda Fallouts. Right. <laughs> um, three, and I'm not bashing on three, um, but I will bash on four and 76. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> um, but three was fun. But I, I felt like it was a little different than the fallouts that I had played, but I still enjoyed it. But then Vegas came out, and I'm like, this is just two, but in 3D, and I love it. Give me more every goddamn... Yes. Just because like they added more things, like you could choose more than just a shootout and like maybe one question to like put to get out of a situation. You could... There was a lot more like running around and doing the things that older fallout games allowed you to do. Like in the first one, you could literally defeat the boss by just talking him down and be like, all right, I win. Cool. Yep. Um, and the fact that you could do similar things like that in new Vegas, um, really like made me excited because I like playing those types of characters where I, I don't always go more with, you know, killy or stealthy. I'm like, I'm going to put charisma at 10 and intelligent in 10 and no one's going to tell me no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm going to get everything that I want because no one can say otherwise. Um, and then I'll be kind of good at guns after that. Except for um, those moments where I, I, I know that I get a really good piece of loot if I can convince them, but I don't have the stat for it because they can't be convinced by a smart person or a charisma person. <laughs> They have to be convinced by a fellow soldier who has a high strength stat. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> That's when you shoot him in the face. <laughs> no, but um, but at first I was like, Fallout New Vegas, hands down, number one. But like, when you were talking about your favorite games, and so I don't, I don't think I could put any. I'm glad I expired you. <laughs> I don't think I could put any of them as like number one, like right now, um, except maybe Persona Five. Um, because of time and like what like I felt towards that game, 
And like it may seem sad, or but I legit lost a month to that game. Like if you were to say I was addicted to a game, it would have been Persona Five. Um, he only stopped for bathroom breaks, and when it was absolutely necessary, that he got food. Yeah, like migraine. I need to eat something because um, I just rented it because um, I wasn't sure if I was going to want to play it or like it because I knew about Persona before then, but I never really played that. Yeah. into it i'd like known about it seen it but i never actually I thought it was always a cool concept um but never had dove into it so i was like i'm not sure if i'll actually like the game so i'm gonna rent it and um i rented it with gameplay like I, I did a free trial and you can rent it for like a whole if you want you can rent it for the whole month yeah uh, or you can keep it as long as you want until you're done so i was like well i'm gonna basically keep this copy of persona 5 until my trial runs out and send it back then right before my trial runs out and cancel my subscription. And that's exactly what I did that whole month. I was just persona five <laughs> and like, um, like that game ate a lot of time. And like, <laughs> like I felt based, I, I don't feel like I necessarily wasted a month because I had so much fun and it was weird how like, connected to the world I got. Not because, like, there was, like, oh, like, Kratos and Atreus, their relationship. Like, I love God of War for that. I love the camera when, like, mm -hmm. it zooms in on them really, like, or on Kratos. Or, and it, like, I love those cinematic emotional moments. But, like, Persona 5 never had any of that. I liked it because it, gave, it like, connected me to the characters. Because Joker... It's kind of a blank canvas. Yep. So you can put yourself into him much easier. So like when I was like hanging out with these friends that he has, I was like, oh yeah, let's go hang out with Ryuji today. Um, so it like felt like I was hanging out with Ryuji that day. Um, and uh, and I just kind of got absorbed into that. Like I really liked doing the day-to-day the -day like, school uh stuff and talking to your friends he, he spent a whole month abandoning his real life friends so that he could pretend to be a uh, foreign exchange student <laughs> yep <in> Japan. <laughs> basically yeah i ignore your real life friends for a month to hang out with virtual reality friends it's so good though it's, it's so, so good. good and like and, and it's not just that the combat is really fucking fun too and uh because it's got pokemon mechanics you know your boy had to like be obsessed about what yeah. personas he had on his team and what stats they had or like you know what best moves and buffs and mm. debuffs they had um but I, persona 5 probably is my game of the decade if i had to say something like definitively it is um even though i love new vegas to death it is still up there like it's like 1.5 yeah. <laughs> um cuz i played the shit out of new vegas um i know hand i know just three standard playthroughs and then many like every now and then I'll start a new character and play like halfway through and be like, well, that was enough fallout new Vegas for me. <laughs> um, just enough to wet my whistle. I want to play new Vegas. All right. We'll do like, I'll make a character and you know, play half the game yeah. <laughs> kind of thing. Like, Oh, that was enough Vegas. I'm good. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, persona like may not has been like emotionally, but like it definitely, like meant a lot to me. Um, and the first time I played it, I put about a little over a hundred hours into it. And then obviously, and I didn't beat it, unfortunately, uh, but I was on the last palace. Um, but then I eventually bought it for real. 
um, and lost another month yep. <laughs> and put even more time into the game and finally beat the game. And I knew what was coming because I tried my best to do like the true ending so I could beat the final boss and everything um, and have everything end all hunky-dory. Um, so I was doing my hardest to like make sure everything was right. And that like a total in that game, like definitely, I think it was right at 300. Grr. Like after yeah. everything <clears throat> said and done. Um, and granted, I've put in over 300 hours into Monster Hunter Reborn. Or Monster Hunter Reborn. Uh, hang on a second. Iceborne. <laughs> Monster Hunter World. World. I've put in Iceborne combined. I've put in like 300 hours. But that game's really easy to lose time yeah. into. Um, but a, a lot of that has been just standing around, like waiting for like me and Eric or JT to decide yep. what monster we want to hunt. We've been or, playing this for like five hours. You guys want to get some dinner? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I want to go make some, make food, we'll, and like, and then we'll just leave it on and <laughs> eat and watch TV or something or like that. Like, while we're sitting there discussing what we want to go eat, we're just sitting, sitting in the lobby. Sitting there, lobby, yeah. So a lot of that time is... It's a fluff time, fluff time. Yeah. but persona no nah, that's 300 hours of <laughs> yeah, straight gameplay in total it says a hard 300 hours um so i think time wise <laughs> definitely and i know when persona 5 royal comes out your boy definitely buying it yeah. again <laughs> yep Do when when uh unfortunately I, I want to not lose another month to that game so i'm Good probably luck. gonna just try like knowing most of the story, I know they're adding extra elements and new stuff, but like knowing most of what I'm going to get into, I feel like I'll be able to like pull off the brakes. Since I never finished Persona 5, I plan on getting Royal. I bought Persona 5 like uh, for me and my brothers to trade off and like one of us could play it and mm -hmm. I never got a chance to finish it. So I'll be buying Persona 5 Royal. I'm also extremely interested in Persona 5 Scramble. I yeah. know it's not the same. I know it's a Musou game, and I usually sort don't of, care about those. Sort of, yeah. But, yeah, it's a sort of a Musou game. Man, it looks interesting. And to have just, you know, to have that, those people in my pocket on the Switch, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. Yep. But to, like, round off the rest of my list, I don't want to get too much into it, except for Borderlands 2. Okay. Because... Played the absolute absolute. Fun. I have a lot of fond memories of playing that with friends and stuff like that at the same house. Our, and our first playthrough with uh, Accident and Maya. Our second playthrough with Accident, <laughs> Accident and Maya. Maya. The time we started that third game with, with Accident, Accident and Maya. Maya. <laughs> <laughs> but like you're playing all the different characters. I I like to start new characters and I would play with like I think I've played Borderlands two with most everyone I know at this point. Yeah. Um, you brought me into it. Yeah, I I wanted you to play it. I I Borderlands two is dope as fuck. Yeah. Um, it I love this. The best I love game. the story. It has one of the, in my opinion, one of the best villains that a game has ever had. Um, he's a very good villain. Just because he's not like all evil, you know, fist twirl, you know, you know, yeah. mustache twirly. He he has a purpose, and like you can kind of see like where he's coming from. He's very like, uh, the uh, it's an archetype for villain. The relatable villain yeah. where you're like, oh, he wants to do this because he thinks killing all of the bandits on Pandora would help bring peace to this world, even yeah. though his idea of a bandit is anybody on Pandora. <laughs> um, his idea of a bandit is anyone who tries to stop him. <laughs> but, but Borderlands 2, playing that game a fuck ton, I bought that handsome collection, played through it again with, you know, um, Eric and um, uh, JT and then for the you know channel, we played it a little bit too. Um, 
And the Borderlands series will always have a little special part spot in my heart oh, yeah. because of two. Oh, yeah. Like one was fun and it got me into it, but two cemented my love. And the DLCs helped that, you know, immensely too. The characters and everything about that game cemented Borderlands two as a or Borderlands as a franchise into my heart because Tales from the Borderlands cool. I love the pre sequel. Three was great. Um, and then. Two or three honorable mentions. Mass Effect 2, because it was the best one. It was so good. <laughs> it was so good. I it's love the, Mass Effect 2. It's the only one of the trilogy that I played. Um, it's the only one that matters, so it's okay. <laughs> I don't know about that. They're all good. One was was fun, even though clunky as play, shit. I wanted to play one, but I tried to play it too late. Too late, yep. And you I'm played like, it after two, and you can't. <laughs> nope, this is not two, and it will never be two, and it's just not as good. Yeah, Mass Effect 2... Um, damn it, I lost one. I had him. Shit. Borderlands, Mass Effect, Persona, Fallout. Oh, no, no, I'm, 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 I'm there. Um, I'm there, I'm there. I'm there, I'm there, I'm there. Um, uh, weirdly enough, I guess, Minecraft. Um, one of, I, like, I like to make fun of it because, it's easy to make fun of, but that game's actually pretty fun. And every now yeah. and then I'm like, I kind of yeah. want to play Minecraft. You guys want to play some Minecraft? It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's like a weirdly soothing game. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Like it it's, it's very relaxing. Yeah. Like, like, like even like in the with, stressful, like even in like stressful moments in Minecraft that are far and few between, but even when they happen, you don't feel nearly as panicked as you would in like an action game. Yeah. Yeah. It, I, that, I think that's uh, Minecraft is very soothing and and nice like and like you could lose hours into it like and I'll sit there and like it's very creative I think that's why I like it a lot it's an outlet it's an outlet for my creativity and I want to like build things and mm. like we mentioned earlier when we play it that's like my yeah. role I'll start building shit I'll, <laughs> I'll build us a house I'll start building like we need a farm <laughs> yeah it, yeah we don't need a f- actual farm we just need pins to hold the animals yeah. in to mate to get food and stuff but, will, but I will build a farm with an actual ranch and stables and I'm like we need a library so we can craft things we can do bare minimum. Nah, I build a fucking library. <laughs> nah, man, I don't do but bare minimum. <laughs> I, I, th- I think one of the reasons why I like Minecraft so much, or I like playing Minecraft so much, is because pretty much the only time I play it is when we are playing together. Yeah. There might be other people with that, but it's usually, if I'm playing Minecraft, it's because Josh wanted to play Minecraft. Um, and I, I think it's so fun for me just because we synergize yeah. really well in that game. Like There are other games that we synergize just as well, but that game it really shows because there will be like he'll be just doing stuff and I'll get bored of being in my hole and I'll be like you need materials <laughs> I, I'm, I'm thinking about thinking about picking up my bed and just going on an adventure for three or four days what you need I'll, I'll see if I can find it and I'll come back with my entire inventory full of shit that he might use you're like um like we had a world that we built um before and this will kind of tie into what sausage trays next episode about the origins of roommates gaming was one of the things we used to play was minecraft and we had a special world that it was the biggest world you could build and it was um a semi-creative uh we turn creative on to build and then turn it off to exist to exist um but that one i got really into i straight up made a minecart system 
yeah, to go made, across the entire system map. map. Like I, I like built a, a rail, like with a little switch that you could go to different tracks or up above the world so you could go around it. <laughs> Um, and it had like a station near our like little base that we had me, Cameron and, uh, Eric's houses. We'd all like, I didn't uh, have a house. It, true. He had a, I had an underground oasis. Oasis. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Um, but like we, we could create so much things in that one. We made a weird freaking trap house that it was. Yeah. We got, we got into like redstone, redstone and engineering and, and, we and stuff. Just, we just started going, what if we did the, what could, what could we make with it? It was a troll house. So, uh, any button you press wasn't getting you the result that you thought you were getting. <laughs> um, but like one time Cameron gave me like actual plans for a house he wanted, like a big cool tree house. He gave me the plans. I fucking built it for him. And <laughs> it, Minecraft, it, it may sound silly or something for a grown ass man to be like, man, no, no, that game, definitely one of my favorite games of the, uh, it doesn't sound silly at all. Yeah, de- I mean, you de- have your for decade, it. but like, it's a great way to express like creativity building and it's just kind of relaxing. I think that's why it's easy to lose time in it is because this house actually took me like three hours to build. That wasn't what I thought it would take, <laughs> I, but I had to stop to go get materials. I needed to look at my, look at it from an outside and go, okay, to make this design look the way I want it to, it actually needs to be this yep. four by three. All right. This needs to be a you know two by three right here. Um, Maybe if I overhang the ha- uh, like this right here, it'll look cool, and I can put like a pillar down, and I would just get into it. So I think I need to become an architect. Yep. <laughs> so yep. uh, go rethink your life. Yeah, I'm rethinking my life. So I need to go back to school for becoming <laughs> one an of, architect. One of one of my favorite worlds in there that we had was uh the one that we made where we we didn't turn creative on. We it was a straight survival. And uh, it was the one where I managed to find a mine literally right next to where you wanted yeah. to build your house. I'm like, cool, this works. We'll just we'll extend the fence, and eventually that'll all work out. But uh, that was one of the ones where, like, I would I would literally like I, I would eventually go. We don't need any like metals or anything like that right now. What we could really use is materials for Josh to expand on buildings and whatnot. So uh, I'm going to pick up my bed and I'm going to choose a direction, <laughs> and I'm going to walk that way. Four days in, in until game, the map time. In, in, in game time, <laughs> not until the map stops, but until I find something interesting, and then I will just wh- whatever I find, whether it's whether it's a temple or or just a new biome that we haven't seen, I'll explore that place, find anything that I'm that might be interesting or whatever. One of the things I would normally do uh, earlier when I started doing that was um, anytime I came across a new forest biome, I would take a couple trees, <laughs> bring them back. Yep, we <laughs> and, and we've just built forests right glad, next to the glad house. no times haven't changed you're still stealing <laughs> yep, trees he's, still, he's been stealing trees since yeah, yeah. but yeah I was like that's another podcast like, <laughs> Josh might great Josh, story it's a great story <laughs> Josh might use this wood for something so I'm gonna grab a couple saplings bring it back and we could build our own forest so we never have to come all the way back out here to get them <laughs> yeah we were doing our own terraforming in that game <laughs> But yeah, I, I, I definitely think yeah, Minecraft one of my definitely deserves a mention mention as one of the like top five influential games to me of this decade. Oh, yeah. But yeah, another honorable mention just right quick so Eric can get to his. I know we have a share a lot of the games yeah. in common because I mean yeah we do we've been playing games together since we were what 
10, 9. Something, so we yeah. we have a lot of in common. Yeah. We've always wanted to like, we've always had that, let's go to each other's house and play the games. And even now as adults, we still yep. come into the living room and let's play this yep. game yep. together. And we, we, and we all still have different interests and whatnot. Like there'll be times where we'll be like, I really want to play this game. Well, I'm thinking about picking up this game. Yeah. We still do that. But a lot of times... Our, our game purchases are influenced by each yeah, other. Like, very similar. I know, I know he'll play this with me, so <laughs> we're definitely going to get it. So, um, But GTA, because I've bought it five times. <laughs> GTA 5 is fucking great. It's great. Yeah. It's one of the... You have to clarify that. The best-selling games of all time came out this decade. I bought it for the 360 Collector's Edition because I love GTA. Mm. Um, so that's once. The Collector's Edition, too. Right. So couple, not a couple hundred, 150 bucks, I think. Second time was from you uh, because you got it in a bundle that you were going to give to um, your brother for Christmas, but y'all didn't want him to have that game. So I completely forgot about that. Yeah. You you <laughs> sold me the hard copy. The PS4, right? Yeah, for yeah. the PS4. And I was like, yeah, sure. Fuck it. I'll play it. I, I like that game. I'll, I'll use it for the... I'll play it on the PS4. And I think at that point... Um, Eric and JT had already gotten PlayStation 4, so I'm like, if I get this, they'll be influenced to play it, and maybe I'll have a good time on the online mode, because when it came out on 360, I hated online. Mm -hmm. It was a goddamn chaotic nightmare. It was a mess. And yeah. then I lost my character and had to recreate one. They, My character was just gone. They were like, oh, yeah, sorry about that. Here's a, you know, here's a new house. Here's a house and, like, a million dollars to go buy stuff. And I was like, cool, but neat, <laughs> I guess. Sure, whatever. Um... And then, so I was like, and then I tried playing it then too. It was still a chaotic mess. And I was like, well, no, maybe I'll buy this from Justin and it'll convince them to buy it too. And I can, we can all play online and having people to play with might make it more bearable. And boy, did that work. Yeah, it did work. <clears throat> and so bought it from you. Then I bought a digital version and stopped using the hard copy because they were having a sale that basically was, you got the game for free. And you basically bought a shark card. Right. And I was like, well, this is a fucking deal. And yeah. I prefer digital over hard copies anyway. So, okay. And I also bought it on the PC. <laughs> so. Racking up. <laughs> it was. That's that was four a, times, not five. That's four. It's a great, it's, it's a great game. It's a great bro. game. Like, just the... It's the That's game, true. like GTA 5 without the online, is a great game by itself. And online is surprisingly really fun. And so, so well maintained. Yeah, they do a great job yep. of feeding so. that content machine. Because every now and then I'll get burnt out. We'll play GTA. We'll like, oh, there's a new thing in GTA. And we'll play it for a good time. I'm like, yeah. And then I'll just hit a wall. I'm like, I can't with this game. And I if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, this long after it came out, it's still on monthly NPD for top earner as a video. Oh, yeah. yeah. They Big, just, uh, I think they're about to release the new heist for it. Yeah. Like I saw, <laughs> what? Some, I saw something about that today. This game came out in 2013. Yeah. It's insane. <laughs> well, I, I actually have a confession about uh, Grand Theft Auto and Red Dead Redemption uh, 2. Um, I've played both Grand Theft Auto Online and Red Dead Online. <laughs> I have not touched either of the campaigns. Yep. The what? Yep. He's only like what G GTA five to this day will sometimes after an extended period of not playing it, sometimes I will have to go back into the main, the, go back into the single player and, and have it resave my checkpoint right after doing the tutorial mission. Because sometimes it'll go, you can't play online without having a uh, single player <laughs> campaign started. And I'm like, I do. There's a checkpoint right when I get back to my house. 
it's there. I know it is, but sometimes I'll have to start the single player first. There are there are two moments in Red Dead Redemption Two that might that be great. It might be some of my favorite moments of video game. Like when you get back here and you're on that ri- that long ride, that long cinematic long cinematic <laughs> ride, and building the house. Those two things <laughs> are like two of my favorite things that ever happened in but, games. Uh, it, it, Red, Red, Red Dead was more Red Dead was more intentional than Grand Theft Auto. Well, I, that's actually like Grand Theft Auto was a hundred percent intentional. I was I have no interest in playing another Grand Theft Auto game. I do not care. It's the so good, only though. reason I care about it is the online. That's the only reason I want to try it, but I will not play it without friends. And eventually, I've got friends. <laughs> eventually, um, but uh, with with Red Dead, it was kind of the same intention, but it wasn't so much. Of a, oh, this is just Grand Theft Auto, but in the old west. I don't give a shit about the single player. But it came from I was honestly just more interested in what the wide Red Dead world. Online would be like, um, to the point where I was like, I have no intention of buying this game. Until somebody else buys it so I can play online with it's them. It's surprisingly mild. And compared, I still have never bought the game. <laughs> it's surprisingly mild compared to uh, Red Dead Redemption 1 online because it had an online mode and you couldn't walk 10 feet. No. Nope. Like, as soon as you sign on, you just got fucking shot. Yep. And, or hatcheted right in the face. Yep. And RDR 2, like how big that map is and how open it is. And players actually try to help each other, which is interesting because, you know, they're evolving now. <laughs> like, it, that game is fun. However, on the hatchet, somebody right in the face. I did see Eric online a couple weeks ago. <laughs> oh, and I, I did log in. I had no intentions of playing Red Dead. I actually got up off my ass, walked across the room and put the disc in and to put like to get it started up when I saw him online like from, from my uh, PlayStation home screen. And uh, I only logged in with the intention of jumping into his game next to him. <laughs> lassoing him hog tying him and leave him laying there and then drop out and i jumped in to do it and i brought up my weapon wheel and noticed i don't have a fucking lasso <laughs> and then i went wait why is justin spawn next to me yeah so i, I uh, called him went, is that you or is that one of your children <laughs> i messaged him on chat i'm like well this is a this is a thing that happened and uh i'll, I'll let you get to it enjoy your hunting <laughs> <laughs> but that was great. Yeah, it was good. It was a lot of fun. I mean, those games are, are really good. Uh, so, are you wrapped on yours? Yeah, I'm good. Luckily, I won't take too much time because most of what I'm going to say is just echoing what he just said. <laughs> um, but uh, I, uh, um, Borderlands Two, Mass Effect Two, um, for the pretty much the exact same reasons. Um, and then I would always always have to put Devil May Cry 5 in there. I mean, right. I'm never not going to love that game. Um, and then I think I've got two that are different from yeah. you. Um, still great games. Still great games. And I'm sure I'll remember them in just a minute. I'm just stalling long enough for someone to remind Neo. me. How the fuck did we forget Breath of the Wild? How do I always... I haven't forgot it. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, that just hit but me. Uh, I forgot Breath ne- of the Wild. Neo, because if we're talking about time spent in a game, I honestly... I, I honestly feel like Neo might, uh, might might be a little bit longer than I've spent in any other game. Really? Yeah. I mean, other than like Monster Hunter or something like that. Where I know you've you gone back to replay it with Josh and oh, yeah. with T. And <laughs> yeah. the, the, the thing about it is I, I bought it close to launch. I don't think I bought it exactly at launch, but I bought it close to launch. Um, and I played it for a good like year, maybe year and a half before mm-hmm. anyone else picked it up. So I played it by myself, just slowly, just poking through, just 
one level at a time. <laughs> yeah, when yeah, when I bought like when he bought it, we would like I'd watch him every now and then make fun of him for playing a weeb game. <laughs> um or make fun of him for playing weeb Dark Souls. And then um there was one day he uh he started playing it just randomly one day and the, the collectors or the definitive edition had already been out with all the DLC. And um I was watching him and we were talking about I, some I had almost finished the game at this point. Right. Um I think I think you were playing like just I think you were playing on a harder difficulty now. Yeah, you'd already had beaten the like game before. Um, I'm not I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. I had already beaten the I had finally beaten the main game, and because uh, because I, I remember that my push to beat the game by myself since I had gotten so far in it. But yeah, that was the DLC I was pushing for. Um, and I was watching him, and we were uh, talking about a, a video that we had saw before, close to the beginning of like when it first was playing it. Um, and I just got really interested. I just walked into the living room, turned on my PlayStation, <laughs> saw how much it was. It was on sale, and the definitive edition was on sale, and I bought it right then. Stars aligned. Yep. <laughs> like, I, All right, I, I'm doing this. Yeah, I bought it then. I walked into his room, and I said, I got some time to kill. I'm going to watch you play. And and then he's like, did you buy it? I'm like, oh, yeah, I bought it. And then it was me and him walking through, walking, just walking through the game together. Yeah, because, uh, 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 like, you could be, like, there's, like, ninja techniques and magic techniques. And I was like, well, since you got, like, a focus on samurai stuff, I'm going to fucking be a ninja. And uh, so I was a ninja. And uh, I learned that there were Tonfa in the game because of one of the DLCs. And I, I don't know why. I just really like Tonfa as a weapon. They're right. a really cool stylistic weapon. Um, And I was, and... I got some Tonfas and some ninja abilities, and we were just running around as a ninja and a and samurai, those, just wrecking one of those face. Games where we just accidentally synergized <laughs> really well. well. It was a '90s dream come true. Yep. <laughs> Everything I couldn't do, he did. Yep. <laughs> um, and then uh, uh, Persona Five is the other one, which is same same as you, and I haven't beat it unfortunately, but. I don't really see any point to go back and beat it now when I can just play Royal when it comes out. Yeah. Um, That's where I'm at right now. Yeah. But it's, it's always, it honestly, it's probably, probably would get my pick for best game of the decade too, just because I freaking love that game. It is so good. It's so it good. I love um, the music, the style is just like, yeah. persona five. Just, mm. it, yeah. It, it is one of the very few games where I could honestly say it's perfect. I wouldn't change a damn thing about it. Um, but then I would have to also extend my list into Breath of the Wild because as much as I love traditional Legend of Zelda games, I never thought I would love the Legend of Zelda as an open world RPG. Yeah. And it, it works so well. It, it, it works so well. Legit bought a switch for that you I, made us buy a switch yeah. you're welcome bitch yeah. and, that, that, and that's that's why i wanted to mention it because i wanted to i wanted to tell the story of <laughs> yeah, you, you, guys got you, you buying your switch on launch and coming getting, over and getting breath of the wild and we came over because we're like yeah we'll, we'll check out you setting up your switch and getting to check it out and checking out uh breath of the wild and whatnot and you finally get everything set up you, you start start the game you opening cinematic and everything you wake up walk outside of the cave and you hand the controller to me. <laughs> Power move. <laughs> yep. Eric starts playing. I'm watching. I'm like, man, this is fun. Justin pulls up his phone, looks up online yeah. prices at Walmart. Who's stuff. got them in stock? You call the store. Like, hey, y'all got switches in store? Yeah, which colors? Okay, y'all have both of them? All right. So and, they've and, got them at... <laughs> and I'm, I'm 30 minutes in, maybe. Like, I'm just walking around that little forest in the, in the, in the area, just kind of getting used to the controls, going, oh my God, I love this. This 
this feels like a whole different game and it's great. Yep. And then you tell me that and I'm like, I guess I'm buying a Switch on launch day that I didn't plan on doing. And so we so went to Walmart <laughs> at midnight. At midnight yeah, or a little after midnight of of and picked up fucking Switch and Breath of the Wild. <laughs> I remember that too. <laughs> Eric was like, I don't want to turn this off. I'm like, well, guess what? You don't you have, have to. to. And I went, <laughs> <laughs> so on the way to Walmart, Eric's just fucking playing <laughs> Breath of the Wild. And Josh is madder by the second because you were driving. I was right? driving, so I'm just fuming. <laughs> I'm doing this to us I'm driving like I could have been like no I'm not driving us anywhere and at that point I had already resigned myself to my family I'm like no keep driving I want one and you guys were like am I I getting one tonight I could totally get there's a stack of them back then you end up both getting switches Uh, I don't regret it I don't regret it I remember me and you talking too like uh, well because I got the I got the gray edition and I I bought the red and blue Joy-Con separate Mm -hmm. and you got the red and blue and it turns out that my pack was swapped from yours and the, like the way that you're like, do you want an all blue switch or an all red? <laughs> you were sitting there, there yeah. like all night going, do we want all red and all yeah. blue? <laughs> that was really cool. We thought about it forever, Ever. Yeah. but yeah. I, I knew like um, I knew that was the way that I was going to goad you into it because <laughs> yep. I I was sitting there. I'm like, I don't want to be the only one who made I could, this. Decision. I could sit here and play Breath of the Wild right now with them over here, and like we could have this as an experience. But I can play this anytime, <laughs> and I'm like. I bet I can force their hand if I just <laughs> hand this to them. And handing me the controller yep. was, was a dirty move. It was. And calling, you're welcome. Calling a store to yeah, check that it. Was, that, that was the dirtiest move. Yeah. They got them. Shit. Shit. <laughs> and they did. They had a huge stack back there. And that's the thing, because we all remember when the Wii launched. Yeah, they were you gone. couldn't find the fucking thing anywhere. But like, uh, they actually did maintain the the switch for a while and oh, it's, yeah. it's selling really well now, but yeah, that's that God, That was so much fun. That was a good night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah this, this decade has been like talk, talking about amazing, talking about influential games for me. I, I would honestly breath of the wild may have been the most influential game to me. Not, not to the, not to games in general, but just yeah. to, to me. you. Yeah. Cause it made me go, Holy shit. This franchise that I've been playing on and off. Cause I haven't played as many as it sounds like I should have. Played. Yeah. Not sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, but, but but as much as I love Legend of Zelda and, and like what a Legend of Zelda game is traditionally, that game made me go, this could be a this could be how every Legend of Zelda game is from now on and I'd be okay with this. Yeah. Same. Same here. Same I had no regret like yeah. no reserves about it or whatever. Uh the way that game it gave you different ways to work out simple problems. <laughs> And sometimes people just way overthought things. And <laughs> I, I was I love too. watching like the the like I don't want to call them glitch compilations, but they're like exploit compilations of yeah. people just exploiting like physics and mechanics in the game to do yeah. weird but shit. But they're worked out in so many we- like well-designed ways. Like, <laughs> man, I need something. I-, I need a piece of metal that I must have not picked back up in this previous room of this, of uh, what are they, the temples or whatever they yeah, were? Yeah, the shrines. The shrines, yeah. Like, I need some. And I got all 120 shrines. Like, <laughs> I-, I-, I should have picked up this piece of metal, but I didn't. I need to connect this electric conductor mm-hmm. to this one. Do, do, when I realized that I could just like drop a sword on it and it would channel those things together. Yeah, I don't want to spend a thousand years yeah, we'll, talking we'll, about. We'll reminisce about this. this game forever. Well, but, we, we, we'll probably, we'll probably need to wrap because yeah, we're at two, two hours. Yeah, yeah. We probably need to. <laughs> there's a good bit of like 14 minutes of bullshit before we actually get started, but. Eight. <laughs> no, yeah. like, like, never mind. Oh. Um, uh, but. 
there's a puzzle that I got to first. <laughs> I literally had to look up. I looked up how to do the shrine. This is like beginning of the game, so there's nothing. And so I learned how to bomb jump online. I watched a video of someone learn, like teaching you how to do bomb jumps and stuff like that. Learned how to bomb jump. Because he didn't want to look up a walkthrough walk through, of the shrine. Because I, like, I, I was like, fuck it. And so I learned how to bomb, bomb jump and got to the goal. And I was like, that was the dumbest puzzle ever. How then, are you supposed to? Was that how you were supposed to do it? That's real stupid. And then he just, by pure circumstance, happened to be watching me play the game when I got to that got shrine. Got to that shrine. And, and all I, she had to do was pick up a little laser thing and put it on a platform. And I did not know you could pick up that fucking laser. <laughs> and, I, and I stumbled upon that solution on accident. On accident. I, hit the was, wrong, I hit the wrong skill. He was, was trying to jump over it. it. Oh, I know the can, one you're talking about now. <laughs> he, <laughs> oh, you can just... Okay, cool. Yeah, because he, he was trying to jump over the like block part where the laser isn't to get to the chest behind yeah. it. And instead of jumping, he grabbed it. And I was like, you son of a bitch, you can pick that up. And he put it on the platform and the platform started moving. And I was like, I remember I had to learn a fucking exploit, exploit to get to Fuck you, Eric. <laughs> I remember the motion control puzzle. Like, what? Like, oh, yeah. I, I was sitting down playing on my television with a pro controller, and I'm like moving it, trying to get it to line up so, it, you know, the ball would roll and other thing or whatever. You got to walk on the certain panels, and the whole plate would move. But I'm like, there's got to be an easier way to do this because <laughs> I can't focus on pushing the buttons and everything while I'm like. So, like, I instead, I, I instead put my Switch Pro down or my pro controller down. I go over, undock my Switch. And walk over, and I lay on the couch, and I'm like, all right. And I start rolling with it. Like, my actual full body is like upside down and twisted around. And my wife comes around the corner, like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah, there, there was one of those motion controls where I'm pretty sure at some point I ended up like this. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's exactly yeah. that you're twisting there, your body. there was a time I was doing one handheld, and I had the switch like this. I'm like, I don't know where anything is. <laughs> I, I can't, can't see. see. <laughs> yeah, I've done that before. Yeah, it's like exactly. I hate these puzzles so goddamn. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I'm doing when I'm like I need I know I need to turn it down. Like I just slunk my whole body with it. <laughs> like I've got to figure this out. But yeah, Breath of the Wild definitely has to be at least an honorable mention. Oh, for yeah. just the Switch in general. Yeah, Switch yeah. in general. Yeah, thank you, Nintendo. Yeah, I, Mario Odyssey. Yeah. All of the ah oh, man, just well, like, guys, just this generation, this decade has been amazing been, for games. Really like we has. could literally list hundreds of games yep. like we didn't even talk about skyrim and j just game skyrim deserves an honorable mention now that you mentioned it <laughs> I, I wanted i wanted to give it an honorable mention just because of how relevant it stayed for the entire yeah. decade it's, yeah. it's relevant again it's it's relevant. Relevant. skyrim yeah, has existed every, throughout this entire it's, decade it's going into elder scrolls online <laughs> the, uh, like we said todd howard couldn't do it the yeah, son, son of a, of a bitch, bitch did it. he put it on alexa <laughs> But yeah, fucking Skyrim. Every uh, 2012 uh, Skyrim. It came out last year, yeah. 2013 Cause, Skyrim. Because honestly, I played I played Skyrim when it first launched, like on the 360. I played Skyrim like he played New Vegas. Yeah. I would just I would just go. I got an idea for a character. I'm gonna I'm gonna make that, and I would either play for a couple hours or I would play yeah. halfway through the game or something like that. Skyrim's getting stale. Put it in VR. <laughs> but, Skyrim's getting stale. But, Put it on Switch. Yeah. But, but the only reason why it exists as an honorable mention and a late honorable mention at that is because. I don't feel like you can really win one of the best games of the decade when you tried your hardest to stay relevant and new the entire decade. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
And then, man, bomb the end of the decade as a studio. But <laughs> that's Bethesda was great, and then they got real bad. I have a mighty have fallen. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I was. That was. Well, I'm mean, really glad that you recommended that because that was a really fun, just yeah. general thing to talk about. And I'm glad you guys had the conversation before that sparked this. Uh, and I really look forward to coming back in two weeks and talking about where gaming is going for 2020. Yeah, this yep. is our. This is the last this, hard at play for this year until yep. you know. <clears throat> It is, and uh, that's a big thing for us, too, because, you know, we've been talking about doing this podcast since I joined RG a year ago, and mm-hmm. here we are. This is our third episode of Hard at Play, so we're five weeks in now. You know, yep. we're, we're putting in work on it, and I appreciate you guys every week, you know, coming out to do this uh, for this and the Salsa Stray, and we appreciate you guys <laughs> watching along with us and being a part of this uh, and listening to us ramble on and <laughs> on. on, and on yeah. and, this is Be- our longest one yet. This is our longest one yet, but, but it's kind of special. I feel, yeah, like. I, I, special I feel like if we're going to be long-winded about anything, it's going to be just yeah. video games. Games yeah. in general, yeah. It's, Especially it's, games we like. It's going to fill this conversation, yeah. Especially so. for a decade gone by of great games, I feel like it's all right to go a little yep. long on this one because we've got a lot, of, a lot of say about it. Yep. And uh, it's... It's gonna be it's it's gonna be good to see how how things change like uh going into next year and where things are going in twenty twenty and what we're excited about and of mm-hmm. course we'll talk about all that on our next episode of Hard at Play which if I'm not mistaken goes up on January second I believe this should so, come out on the second so right after the new year yeah so right after the uh, we'll go into the new year ready to talk to you guys <laughs> about what we're about looking doing, forward to yep. uh and yeah so that's pretty much it from us today again. Check us out next week for Salsa Stray. Thank you for following us. Check out our YouTube page, Facebook page, Twitter, and Discord, and Twitch TV or Twitch.tv slash Instagram as well. Instagram as well. If you forget, <laughs> we have an Instagram. We're everywhere. Yeah, Check we're everywhere. <laughs> like and, a virus. <laughs> and please, yes, descriptions will be in the Discord. Or everything links. links for everything will be in the description, <laughs> including a link to the Discord. And please, if you're not already in it, Come join it, because we try to stay pretty active in it and talk to everybody, and uh, we usually have a couple messages flying back before every day. Um, probably. But then, I was going to say, probably keep this conversation going in Discord. Yeah, absolutely. Tell uh, us talk, what your games tell, of the decade yeah, are. Yeah, we yeah, want to know you. that in the comments and Discord. Tell us what your games of the decade yeah. were and stuff like that. So. Yeah. And if you guys do send in things to the Discord, if you send in topics, things to talk about, we'll bring it up on the show. We'll give you shout-outs, and we'll, we'll do stuff like that, too. So, I think it's a good time to wrap. I think so, too. And go get some sleep, because it is very late, and I'm a tired <laughs> boy now. But I am really glad we did this. Same. So, thank you, Josh. Thank you, Eric. Thank you, everybody. Have a good week. <laughs>